Okay, here we are. Professional just makes it sound like it's fall or failing. <laughs> hey, just just because a different podcast is doing that doesn't mean it's us. <laughs> Wait, why am I hearing double? All oh, right, <laughs> all right. Uh, how's everything? Sa- from what you are hearing, though, does everything sound okay? Um, oh, let me check again. Audio good. Everybody sound okay? Yeah, I'm not sure. I have my to start. Sounds beautiful to me. Sounds beautiful. All right. Here we go. It's hard to tell when everyone's like when like you guys are talking and then it's talking on there. I'm like, wait, which one's coming from where? <laughs> latency. <laughs> Shut the fuck up about my latency. <laughs> I'm not talking about your latency. <laughs> Listen, just because I took a couple hours to get the milk doesn't mean nothing. No judgment. Roka's been asking about you. <laughs> All right. We have a child to take care of, Turtle. Fair. I mean, if we're talking about cho- non-realistic children or to take care of, dear God. <laughs> I mean, you have a realistic child. To take care of. I know, but I mean, like, I was going to make a really bad joke about uh, our IRL buddy. Me, him, and his wife all play Fable 3. I had kids with both of them to get the achievement for it for my game. Oh, man. <laughs> and he's always like, is he Fable taking care 3. of our bastard child? Fable 3 was ass. It was. Alright, All right, here we are. Back with Believe It Podcast, episode... What is this now? 18. 18. 18. Um, we got the host turtle. We got Tipsy up in the top right. We got Corn in the bottom right. And our, our wonderful... <laughs> And I actually did not have to adjust any headbands. Somehow, some way, this all worked out exactly how it was supposed to. I didn't have to. Yeah, I didn't have to adjust any headbands. And our wonderful, wonderful guest tonight is Brett X or Brett. How would you like to be ta- um, addressed? You can just call me Brett, honestly. Okay. Like, it, yeah, it's. I feel like it's a lot easier to be like, so Brett X. <laughs> hey Brett X. Brett X. Brett, Brett's Brett's fine. <laughs> okay. At this point, that's what everyone calls me, anyways. Like, is it really? Okay. Oh yeah. But I do get this, like some some people like well like oh. see me in chat that I've been like I've known for like two years and they still call me. This is Brett is here. I'm like just call me Brett, dude. Other <laughs> <laughs> Bretts are in this chat right now. All of them. All of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> crazy enough, the night that uh, Tipsy originally had me raid into you, I was just like, "Where, where is this guy? You're telling me that his name is Brett X." I'm, I'm like, "Wait, I'm, I'm typing in Brett X to raid into," and then she sent me your link. I was like, "Oh, he has the this is before it." This, yeah. this is Brett. X. <laughs> this, is, yeah. I'm, I'm working. I, I like okay. Like for like the last like year and a half, I, I like have been vigorously, vigorously checking to see if like the Brett X like. URL has freed up. It's not being used. Um, but it's, what's up, cool dude? Up yet. What's up, like cool every dude? Every single week. That's like I just yeah. had to change my name to six Tipsy X Rat because Tipsy Rat is taken. Right. But Tipsy Ratty did not fucking feel right. <laughs> uh, cool dude, you're. Are you? Cool dude is in your community, right, Brett? Yeah, Cool Dude's an, an OG for my community. Yeah, he's been around for a long time. Yeah. What's up, cool dude? I haven't seen cool dude in fucking ages, actually. <laughs> it's been like literally probably a year. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. So, Brett, yeah. Uh, what got you into um, content creating? Actually, was it music or was it gaming first? Oh, gaming for sure. Yeah, gaming for sure. Um, 
it it started all the way back in like 2013 honestly like back when okay. i was playing like a shitload of wow and diablo 3 and um i don't know i started watching like you know some twitch streamers here and there and i was like oh i should try that so here i am with like this like really shitty 27 inch mac or imac um trying to stream like you know anything on that was an absolute pain so like i i had that and then i built my first pc and I actually started like streaming streaming and um so i've been kind of on and off streaming since like 2013 give or take and then it wasn't until like 2018 that i took it sort of seriously and had affiliate okay. then I took some time off um quite a bit of time off actually and then come back until like the fall of 2020 and um it wasn't until like further into the, i mean that's kind of this current run that i've been doing now for two years um it wasn't like until like probably like a year ago that i actually started doing like actual music stuff on stream like okay like, dude like you play music why don't you do it on stream i'm like okay <laughs> so, your music's very nice to tune into for stream thank you i appreciate that um as far as the music though um i know that you play someone on stream and whatnot but uh is there a certain genre that you prefer to play like for stream and then a certain that you like to do like when you're jamming with homies or is it all the same do you like to make it vary it, it, it kind of depends right um Hold on, my cat's about to knock on myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I guess it depends, right? Like, so I've been playing music for a long time, right? Okay. Like 23, 24 years. And I played in like like thrash metal bands. I played in math metal bands. I played in pop punk, emo, indie, like electronic something or other. I don't even know what, what, I, what I would call that. And the last band I was in was like an alternative metal band. Okay. Um, but I tend to personally, like I tend to kind of gravitate more towards like pop punk and emo nowadays. It's like all of a sudden I hit a certain age and I'm like reliving my high school years. And like all <laughs> high school. Here I am, I'm 34 years old and I'm like listening to like all the, like all the emo stuff that was popular, like back when I was in high school. So I think that's where I naturally like gravitate towards. Um, I mean, you can kind of hear that in the stuff I write. Too. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's more, more along those lines. Um, that's why you know, I actually yeah. learned to play whenever I was learning was yep. pop punk. Like, uh, I think the first song I ever learned cause I play bass and drums. So, okay. Um, what, when I was learning the bass, the first song I learned was brain stew. Nice. It was a wonderful thing to like teach you pace and like timing. Right. And then it, then it moved more into a little bit more green day and then it was blink. Then it was blink. Yep. And then I moved into what I was actually listening to, which was Falling in Reverse, Escape the Fate. Like, right. Never once did I learn a Slipknot song on fucking bass. I was like, no, nah, they they can keep <laughs> they can they can keep that. I'll just right. I'll just stick to listening to them and like idolizing Paul Gray. Rest in peace. <laughs> oh my god, freaking legend. Yeah, for real, for real. It's, it's funny because you say about like you know the playing thing. It, it's different from because I mean. I never got anything serious going on when it came to music, but I'll like, I don't know. I picked up a guitar and stuff like that. And I just couldn't, I will always idolize people who can play it, but I never got enough time and patience to sit around and start doing it. But I, I mess with, you know, trying to do vocals a little bit when I was younger, but it's weird knowing music at all in any way, shape or form. I always feels different when you listen to music, people who just listen to it, they don't, they can't feel out. those little like, you know, the time signatures or anything mm -hmm. like that. But if you play music, you're sitting there like, and a lot of people say that ruins the experience, but it never has for me. I always, I like the way things tick, even as a right. gamer. So it's always, it's kind of been a more of an immersive experience for me with it. It's kind of fun if to you, like. If you really want to learn, if you really want to ruin the music experience, just learn audio engineering and it 
takes all the magic out for you. <laughs> I like once you're in that studio setting and you see how like records are made and, and like you know because I went to school for that originally. Okay. And um, yeah, once you like learn the, the more behind the scenes stuff, you're like, oh man, oh God, really? <laughs> really? It's that easy? <laughs> Something crazy though is I like I can just now be now like playing it like before i'd enjoy just going and seeing shows you know but now like now that i learned to like play those two parts of it i i'm always like i find myself either watching the front man whoever the front man is or one of the two spots that i play so like right. I'll, I'll either be watching that bassist i'll either be watching the drummer or i'll be watching the front man because for whatever reason those three places can can like make or break if i'm gonna like the music for whatever reason i don't i don't know why that is but like yeah like i i guess it's it's partially a band has to have a a stage presence for me because okay cool you can make the music and you can record it but i was actually talking to my buddy tipsy i was talking to cairo today because we were talking about a couple bands um and i was just like you know these bands some of these bands sound fine but how are they live because if you don't have that stage presence, Brett, if you've done shows, I'm sure you know that oh, yeah. it, sometimes if you're just there playing your instrument and like making and like doing the music, you're all well and fine. But if you're not like engaging the audience, if you're not like somehow like giving a stage presence, like that can just ruin the show. It really oh, can. Uh, yeah. Like, and that's and the one I thing Slipknot has never what, done. Uh, which band it was, uh, whether, whether it was Hailstorm or in this moment, uh, in this moment, oh Cairo or or uh, Alpha that said it's only stage presence there. In this moment, I might not like their music, but I love their stage presence. They can put on a That's fucking all show. They have, yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely in this moment. On uh, on stage, Hail- it's just she overperforms. I saw Hailstorm at um, Warp Tour one of the years and they they were pretty freaking great and they put on they did put on quite the show but and the same thing with same thing not hailstorm but Ailstorm, the um irish the, the metal band yes like they fucking rock they're so good yeah. bro they're <laughs> so fucking good they're out there especially whenever they do um i think it's uh fucked in the ass with an anchor i think that's the one that they do when they throw on they throw on the fucking kilts and they are all just they're just kicking their fucking legs i can't think of what those what those people are called that are just there fucking leg kicking all the time and they're Illstorm puts on a good show. I've never seen them personally, but I've seen live videos of them, and it just looks like a party. Like, it really is. They were at time up there. Right? They were they were at the last two years of Warp. I, I actually no, they weren't at the final Warp tour, but they were at the one before it, and that's where I that's where I first met them. I first nice. met them because I think they went on like right before Water Parks, and that was the reason why I was at that stage was I was wanting to see Water Parks. And they played right before them. A lot of them recently. Waterparks. Mm-hmm. Bro, I I met that guy, and for me to be in Austin and him, his name to be Austin, and but his just spelled differently. I I, I fucking fanboyed so hard about Who that. Who else can you spell Austin? A W. No, A W E S T E N or something like that. It's some That's fucking. Different. It's a That's fucking weird. Weird, but I like it. Yeah, it was super fucking weird. But like when I, I, I forget why. I think it was on like one of their album. Um, like I bought, I bought physical copies of a couple of their albums, and it was on there. I was just like, "That's fucking cool." I've been <laughs> on a Matt Heffy trip lately. Um, Dude, Matt Heffy's the shit. He really you ever, is. You ever watch his stream? 
Yes. Oh, yes. His, his, stream, yeah, his, his streams are just literally just fucking free Trivium concerts. I was going to say, it's like Trivium karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> it really I'm, is. I'm impressed by that guy. I'm not a huge Trivium fan, right? I like their music. I think it's good. I'm not a huge fan of theirs, but like, I'm impressed by like how well he sounds. You know, you, you like kind of goes back to that whole, like you can, you know, sing in the studio and have it sound great. How do you sound live? And like he's doing that live. He's he doesn't yeah. have anyone back there auto-tuning his vocals, chopping tracks up, you know, double tracks, none of that stuff. It's just him, you know. Obviously, he's got some processing on it. I mean, you have to. Um, yeah. but like he sounds really, really good. And like you don't see that a lot with a lot of performers. It's very uh, I, range uh, too. I, I got I, I agree. Mean, that's just yeah. the he screams a little bit too. So yeah. Yeah, I think I think the, his fry scream on, on his stream because it's so it sounds so wimpy compared to the record because, you know, he, here's a here's one way I can I can ruin uh, metal records for you. When you hear a <laughs> scream, right, it's like multiple vocal tracks all layered up together. Like, oh, yeah, like, like especially like a band like Architects is like they do that, too. Like multiple ones were like ones where he's like screaming low ones where he's screaming high ones where he's like doing more of like the melody that you kind of hear in his screams i know yeah. a, i know a song by them and i can't think of is it animals is that the animal a animal was from their last record yeah, yeah okay that that was the that was the song that tear tear so, showed I me okay. to them like right when i first went to chambersburg to work with you guys for the first time a couple years ago is when i really started to pick up architects um, I've been listening good to uh, a lot of Set Great. It Off recently. Yes, sir. <laughs> I only think of you when I hear them. <laughs> yes, sir. My uh, my wedding, by the way. You got you got to think about this. My wedding actually had a Set It Off song in it. So you know how the the groom does a song does a song where he dances with his mom, Tipsy. Yeah. So I had to do um I had to do that, but I was raised by my grandma, but but I stayed a little bit with my mom. So me and my best man, we split, we split that dance with, um, where I started it with my grandma and then did the last half of it with my mom. And we did, um, their cover of wild, wild west. <laughs> we did that song. A fucking. I, 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 one of the, did they do that on like one of the old, like punk goes compilations back in the day? I, th I think they did. I think so. I think I and they that. only, they only have like, like I, it's not on any of their like albums or anything. It's like like I right. I just like he, so it was on Apple Music and I was just like listening to it over and over and over and I was just like I, I can't think of a song. I really really wanted to do song number three by uh, Stone Sour for that. That's a good jam. I that is a really good one, and there's yeah. a, there's an acoustic there's an acoustic version of it, so it would have been nice and slowed down, but couldn't get that over. So I was like, all right, whatever. How about this one? And then they they fucking loved it. I was like, cool. Cause I was like, I was, I was like, I'm not doing any of these super, super slow freaking mom. Oh, my son is, I'm not fucking doing it. I'm, I'm not. If, if I had to pick a favorite, of course, I, I do have a soft spot for Barbie and Ken. Cause I also have hey. seen queen. I fucking love that fucking song. I love her. I love scorned bitch music. Uh, <laughs> Killer in the mirror, I would say would be my oh favorite. Oh my God. I think they did a, I think they did an acoustic version of that song too. I think they, I think they did. I think they yes. did. See, that, like that's my thing. Like, like Cody and them do so many, like they do so many songs and then they do like a really, really nice, um, like acoustic version of it because Cody's voice, his voice is like, it, it can, it's got that range as well. Cause he's, he can get that like gargly, like yell in it as well. Love set it off. Hey, Bailey, I like you. I actually have the set it off. Actually. I, I have I have the set it off diamond tattooed behind my ear. I fucking love it. I love it. 
It was um, really. You met him? I've met him twice, I believe. He's such a he's such a humble, good dude. Uh, I can say the same thing about Craig Mabbitt. I absolutely love that guy. I met him. Hey Bailey, thank you so much for the follow. Hey, my my new my new follow gif. I like that. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. <sighs> I can't wait to have that tattooed on my arm. Can't fucking wait. Craig Mabbitt streams on Twitch too. Do you know what? Whoa. He a- like- Ash Costello does too. Ash does oh, too. Yeah. Okay. Craig, uh, Craig I I've never seen Craig with like more than like 30 like viewers at a time. He like str- he he plays like Dead by Daylight and Fortnite and it's so weird it's, like <laughs> people not realize who this guy is. <laughs> they they can't because Franz Franz just started fucking streaming not too long ago and he's averaging yeah, like yeah. like a couple hundred people. Damn. Like Franz is a trip. Franz is a fucking trip, and he's a he he's really a, he's another humble dude. He's another like he might he might live that really really like high class lifestyle, but when you yeah, actually so. meet, but but no, like when he's in front of his people and his fans, like he, that's yeah. that's when you. The only person that I like idolize like that that I have not met yet, actually two the two people that I really really idolize like that that I have not met yet are Ronnie Radke and um. And Corey Taylor. Oh, I want to meet him so. Corey Taylor, that's another level there, man. That that that, yeah, that's that's one that like I don't expect to ever happen. But I was on the same fence about Craig, and I I literally was just I literally was just fucking leaving their one show because I was like I don't want to stay for hell yeah I'm just we're just gonna bounce and fucking Craig was just like leaving the venue as well heading out to his car for whatever and I was just like. Oh hey, it's that guy. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "Wait, what?" And he was probably like, "Do I need to call fucking security?" And I was just like, the "Hey, fuck Craig." Are you? <laughs> and he was just like, "Hey," I was just like, "Hey, can I take a pic? Can we get a picture?" And he's just like, eh, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> "It's probably it, it. It was something that like I was working at his call center at the time. I was just like, I gotta fucking get this." fucking framed and take it with me and there was like so many people hey who the fuck's that guy i'm just like you don't know fucking craig get, get the fuck out of my face <laughs> well dude i say i lost a big opportunity when me and the me and the baby mama split up because i had i could have met i, I could have did the meet and greet with slipknot and i i couldn't i couldn't stand next to her there was I, that, that was at that point like i, I didn't want anything to be anywhere near anything because i knew it would just bring up emotions and crap like that so i skipped that entire concert like you know, Ugh. now looking back at the chat, motionless. That was actually another really humble dude that I met was Chris. Mm. I've heard he's a pretty cool dude. He's a he's super good dude, and he's only from for like like from where me and Corn live, or we're, we're only like an like f- I think it's like an hour and forty five minutes from yeah, where they're where like they're based. Screen, yeah, you want to meet him? I recommend right now here in the next anytime from like now for the next like two years. I. I recommend meeting them like as soon as possible because I can see as much as they're becoming, they, I mean, people might say that they're becoming like radio rock, but you know how that happens. Oh, yeah. You know how that ends up like their, their stuff, their prices are going to keep jacking up just like Black Veil, Black Veil Brides, like, right. like Dude, an, anything. Dude, they've changed so many times. I feel, like, look, I feel like Motionless is more popular in Black Veil now. Though. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, uh, abs- well, absolutely. I mean, but I'm the only basis, that, the only 
correlation there I'm trying to put is like the prices to meet and greet with oh, with right. those with those motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. Like like there was a there was a one of the Andy Black shows like really close to me like two like one of the last times he really toured for Andy Black and I was like yeah sure maybe I'll go like I, I do like his solo stuff I do like his Andy Black stuff but I want to, but I was like I more just want to do this just so I can meet him and I looked at the price and they wanted like $300 for a meet and greet I was like dude the only time I ever did that was a pizza part was the pizza party I did with with um simple plan Oh what? That sounds cool. <laughs> that was that was fucking great. Like like it was it was um simple plan set it off and like two openers that I didn't know and it it was fucking great like got to do a fuck I actually got that was one of the times I got to meet Cody um cuz he was just like hanging out at their merch table like while simple plan was playing actually it was like right before cuz they didn't want to have them out there like affecting the show for simple plan I was just like okay I'd rather I'd rather hang out with these guys and set it off anyway but simple plan was still really really great and oh, yeah. made, made me show see like more and more of their stuff and I was just like you know what I actually like actually like Almost, they're not a bad band I, I enjoy simple plan like they're, they're not, oh, yeah. the more and more I listen to them because like going up to that I was just like I'm more here for set it off and then like, getting to know like some of the songs that were by simple plan that I didn't know was by simple plan it's like oh my god Okay, maybe maybe more 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 of my childhood was like okay, I know that song, I know that song, yeah, cool. Okay, so these are all the same dudes. Okay, I will say, I think I heard my first Black Veil Bride song this week. Pretty positive, it was Rebel Love Song. Uh, The the little guy did not enjoy it at all. The little guy. Anytime that I put that song on in the car, he starts fucking dancing away. I'm just like, I fucking love this. You know who I'm gonna say would be at the top of my list, other than Corey Taylor. I think I think it's I think it's a given. Any member of Corn? John Davis? <laughs> J, yeah, JD for sure. Like, cause he seems so down to earth. Like, for for me, for, as I much as I'm on Corn, I see the same drum. Like my my drum set is the same drum set that David played in the Freak on a Leash video. Like the same. Oh same shit! Model, same finish. That that, that Tequila Dude. Sunrise finish. Yeah, Corn yeah. was like my band back in the day. It wasn't until probably Take a Look in, in the Mirror that I kind of fell off with them. Okay. I should say fell yeah. off. I just kind of stopped following them. I almost went to see them a couple of weeks ago. They 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 came out around here with um, Evanescence. My buddy had front row tickets. I, I'm kicking myself in the astronaut. <laughs> I haven't seen Corn since they toured off Untouchables. My body my buddies went to see them when we were in high school like that. And that was mm-hmm. one of the, like the show to go to at the time. Mm-hmm. See, I feel like all Corn of and the Trust people- Company. Oh, like Trust all- Company. I remember that. Dude, they were the <laughs> shit. They were they were like they were they were my shit back in the day. I feel like any of the singers I would ever have wanted to meet are dead now. Like Chris Cornell, Scott Wheeland, uh, Freddie Mercury for me, Mitch Lucker. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, Queen's my, like one of my all-time favorite bands. Yeah. Listen, but I feel like alive. Surprisingly, I would want to meet Aaron Lewis. Uh, no, you don't. <laughs> no, really. <laughs> let, let me say this: I've hung out with Aaron Lewis. I played with Stained back in 2007, and he was a very very down to earth guy back then. Yeah. He's very different now. He's not the same like down because he was when I met him, he was actually like one of the coolest guys I ever met. Right. He he actually like it was just us and Stained. We played it in front of like twelve hundred people, I think it was. And like we were added to the show the day of because their opener's van broke down. And we got called up like the last minute, like, hey, you guys want to fill in? We're like, yeah, I guess we can probably pencil it opening up for stained, you know? <laughs> right. and so we played and then, you know, um, uh, you know, I was 
watching their set from like, you know, like kind of like I was right next to like their drummer on stage watching their set. And then afterwards, Aaron Lewis invited us onto his tour bus because he had his own bus. Right. And the rest of the band had another bus because sometimes his family would tour with him. And he was like super down to earth, like super nice, like kept trying to get us high. Uh, (laughs) We helped all those like fans. Not what I expected at all. (laughs) Yeah, super down to earth. And like for the longest time, I was like, man, that guy was like the most like humble, like just warm hearted, welcoming guy. But man, like go on YouTube and look up like his meltdowns that he's had like in the last probably like five or so years on stage. Yeah. He, he, yeah. he's like cussing out the crowd telling people to shut the fuck up because they're being too loud during his acoustic sets while he's playing in like a ballroom you know full of like you know and it, it's just like man what happened to him like <clears throat> i don't know it, it sucks to see that because like i i was yeah. huge and disdain back the dysfunction was like one of my favorite records growing up so like getting the chance to open for them like years and years later i was like this is really fucking cool and then all of a sudden i started seeing all this stuff coming out of which is like like oh man man <laughs> see so if you can find a time machine there you go then you're set <laughs> yeah and then after corn said what he said about um adam gontier that's fucking out the window who was that who would have three days grace oh okay oh yeah see cool dude the thing is before i met my wife the crazy psychotic ex i was with all we did together was go to concerts. So she, so I'd be going to work and she'd be like researching for that eight hours. Hey, there's this concert coming up. We should go to see this. And oh, we can spend all, all of your paycheck and meet this person, meet this and whatever. So that's all we did for like the two and a half, all we did for the two and a half years. And that's why I'm in like the crazy debt I'm in because of the rebuilding myself now financial leaks <laughs> yeah I know that one in different ways but i understand exactly what you're saying on that one <laughs> so so yeah like we i it was a great two and a half years going to meet all these people and one that i'm absolutely super happy that we did now was get well the fact that we met all-time low in philly that was a great one and because now I'm pretty sure those prices have probably gone up even more because that was a crazy, that, that, that was a crazy fucking price we had to pay for that. Um, between that and now that Metro Station is no longer a thing, we met, we met them and that was pretty fucking fantastic. And we had a, we had like a private um, acoustic set and that was a, that was a great moment. Nice. Mason out of them, between Mason and Trace, Mason was such a good fucking dude like of like those two. he's touring with my buddy right now actually what's that mason has i think it's mason mason muso i think he has a new he has, he's like a new band right now i think i think it's him um trace but, i uh, think is doing some type of solo thing but yeah i don't know well, my, my buddy is uh was doing like a, a couple like a, a really small tour um I, i'm uh the band rookie of the year i don't know if you know who that is uh, okay I, I toured with him a long time ago and I've been good buddies with the singer ever since. <gasps> I love that and, emo. Um, I, I love think, that. I think, I think they're, I think he's touring with Mason's new band now where they're doing some shows together or something like that. Hey there, Arwen. Hey, Arwen. Arwen. I, I, lo- I love that. I love that emo. Is that one of yours, Brett? No, it's not. Who, let's see. Who, who is that? Oh, that's cute. It's absolutely adorable. Oh, that's, that's Lantern Noirs. Yeah, it's one of Lantern Noirs emotes. I don't know who that is, but I definitely want to check them out just because they have that as an emote. I love that. Uh, he does like a lot of like D and D. Okay, a lot of D and D stuffs. 
Yeah, he's he's good. <laughs> okay. Aaron does D and D. Aaron D and D's with him. He's uh, Turtle, uh, did you see the uh, the D and D poster that I bought from Family Dollar tonight? <laughs> no, but I definitely want to check it out later. It, it's yeah, it's in D and D Okay. Um. But yes, that is absolutely amazing. Um. No, Brett. Something actually. Uh. So we were hanging. I was hanging out with my buddy Cairo. Um here a lot this past week and hey beer truck how you doing i see you post a lot in brett's channel so i love seeing a, b- a bunch of brett's people hey, here oh, yeah. yeah that was great <laughs> but i've been hanging out with my my buddy De- um cairo sorry my buddy cairo this week and uh he showed me some some music that i surprisingly missed out on he showed me the new um i prevail okay the true power album it is I, so absolutely I, I amazing. Their stuff. I, I know who they are. Yeah, their new album is absolutely crazy. Like I've heard that. I have a friend that's related to that. So like, I, saying. I didn't know like how much they're like. Okay, so the main thing I knew from them was like, of course, years and years ago that they covered that one Taylor Swift song. It's not too mm-hmm. far ago that, that you would one think that, Taylor Swift song. And then I didn't know that any of their really really newer goods. That a lot of their stuff is like it. Okay, so they they have a couple songs that are always in the albums because I've noticed it now in both albums, both of their two recent albums that are like really really thrashy because it seems it seems like they're another band that does the like two vocalist thing, and so they have their screamer and then they have their um their soft um singer. Mm-hmm. Their their stuff hits you like you can you have to listen to the song like two or three times, and then you really really get what the lyrics are trying to say. And corn, the song I sent to you, like it, it's a really good catchy song. And then when you listen more to the lyrics, it actually like hits home. Like okay, if I, I could I recommend a song, yeah, blank, blank space was twenty fourteen. My bad, it has been a couple years. <sighs> yeah, because <laughs> wow. I remember I remember listening to it while I was at Wendy's to close in the place. I was just like, so I knew that was at least ten years ago. <laughs> Well, close to 10 years ago, I guess now. Working at Wendy's. <laughs> but oh, I just want a baconator. <laughs> I, I go for their bacon and cheese potatoes. That's the reason why I go there. I, I eat a lot of their salads. <laughs> but, but I but I don't know. Like listening to their stuff, it just it just makes me like have, it makes me have to listen. So like Brett, if you can listen to one song by them, listen to Deep End, but, but deep on end. their Deep End on their new album. I can do that. It hits you. It hits home. With those lyrics between that I one and if you want to check that record out, because I see like I, I like go on Spotify and I see like a bunch of people are like listening to it. I'm like, hmm. Okay, you yeah. check this out. And then if you want like just a heavy like just something to play that's like in your face or whatever, listen to Fake. fake. That's yeah, Fake. That's also on that album. Those two okay. songs are like the two songs like me and Cairo have a friend that that fake song is meant for. Like it's fucking wonderful. It's a, it's a piece of shit. <laughs> but but um, yeah. bonus bands is we're talking about people to meet, but that's one kind of one I got to throw a Venge in there too. That would be fun. Soundful. That would be yeah. fun. Um, which uh, je- jealousy perks out that my girl's probably gonna get to meet most of them not here at the end of the month so i've seen them live like they're a wonderful wonderful band to see live i saw them at mayhem fest 20 i think 14 i think it was 2014 that is you don't get the peak anymore like they're still really good but no rev anymore like (laughs) i saw them in 2000 wow what year would that have been 2005 
Oh, um, it, it was before City of Evil and before M Shadows like threw his vocal cords. All like, I mean, like Waking the Fallen was their record at the time. Yeah, and they Ooh. played in a small basement venue at, in Milwaukee with uh, Alexis on Fire and the Blood, and it was it was Ooh. an amazing show. Uh, after 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 that show, me and my buddies actually ended up meeting up with Alexis on Fire and the Blood at George Webb's at like <laughs> midnight. And it was it was it was it was a really good show though. Like I mean, like I was huge into Avenged Sevenfold at the time because like I, I still think Waking the Fallen is like their like I think that's their masterpiece, right? Like it's oh, such it's just, a yeah, it's just such a good, good record. Album. And like, um, yeah. And then I saw them again like the next year after City of Evil had come out and after like M Shadow's like voice had you know recovered and he wasn't screaming anymore, so it was really weird. <laughs> like watching yeah. them do stuff like Unholy Confessions, <laughs> and, like, Wendy's. anything from that record where he's like singing the screaming parts, and I was like, this is so bizarre. I think I saw my Warped tour. Okay, it yeah, is. But I'm sorry, I started warped? to get used to it after a while because he does, he yeah. can still do it pretty good. But yeah, just, if you, if you heard while, it coming up from Waking the Fall, and it's like, yep, oh, like, yep. yep. Avenged was a band on Warped. Yeah, oh well, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're they're on Warped tour right after. They're on they're on Warped tour twice. Well, at least twice. I think they they were on there touring off of Waking the Fall, and they were also on there um, after City of Evil came out. Because they they hadn't blown up to that like arena rock band status right. yet. They were still like they were on the rise, like especially like City of Evil, like really put them in the mainstream. I was just saying, uh, City put them on the map, like mm-hmm. yeah. They, and then after that's when they like they blew up and started playing those huge venues, right? Okay, yeah. But we're talking about like we're talking about like two thousand between like two thousand five and two thousand seven is sometime okay. in that time frame. Yeah, I, was, I remember my parents playing Event Sevenfold for me back in. I was but a child. <laughs> I was put on based on the Harlot and Bat Country repeatedly all the time. We have an IRL buddy who literally has all the albums in his car. It's like one of the two or three bands. It's like his mainstay. man. He's got the logo on the back of his Jeep. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, well, we used to ride down to Hancock to work at that Hardee's. He'd be like, all right, what album you want to listen to on the way down? I'm like. Man, you got anything? I mean, I love it. Don't get me wrong. You're one of my favorite bands. But like, man, I've heard all like it's all I've been listening to lately. Did you have something else? Like, how about some Tonight Alive or some We Are the In Crowd? Not when you're not when you're in his Jeep, man. <laughs> those, those are oh, two. Man. Those are two bands. Well, actually, We Are the In Crowd. Now that they're no longer, I guess a thing. I would love to. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen them live. I, I don't know yeah, that you made me miss my fucking dad's sheep, but he gave it to my sister. <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't know. See, it's one of not, you know, I want to say they're big, but I seen inhale, exhale locally. Yeah, they're spur, right? They literally split like a couple of days later and then they got back together and then they split up again. Like, <laughs> but that's a we're talking like a Christian hardcore band. You know, it's a little bit of a different sound, too. Like, eh, I've, I mean, I've had I've had my fair share of like. Some of those like off bands because there for a while when I was growing up, that's what this little venue in Gettysburg. They, they we we got we got the chariot, but then we tried to get Norma Jean, and Norma Jean was just way too much money at that point. Right? Which, yeah, Norma Jean like blew up after Josh left and went to the chariot. Which is fun. Yeah, it's a fun fact. The chariot was cheaper, but Josh, you know, we got we got Josh's right. next band like way cheaper. Well, the, ch- the chariot sounded more like Norma Jean than Norma Jean ever sounded like Norma Jean. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. After after Josh left, like I I I pretty much stopped following Norma Jean because like I think what what was the record that came out after um, their debut? Um, I forgot what it was called, but it was 
We uh, oh God, the aftermath was the yep. second one. And yep, then the aftermath, after that yeah. was Redeemer. Redeemer yep. started to drop for me, and then after that, I completely lost touch with them. Actually, I heard some of their new stuff because I think they just dropped a new record, and it yeah. it actually fucking slapped. It was really good. But yeah, like, I'm surprised. It's, I, th- it's I think started, I think to make a bit of a comeback. Like, I think at the time, I was younger, and I was like, oh. Well, the only reason I really liked Norma Jean at the time was because they had such a cool vocalist, and I'm just gonna follow the cheering <laughs> house. It's the same vocalist, and you know, apparently that's what I sounded like when I was a kid. Um, Listen, I won't lie. <laughs> that, 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 their second album, I really enjoyed the first. I, I enjoyed the guitar parts, just the fact that he yeah, play like, up and down the neck like that. Like, oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I used to be all about Norma Jean back in the day. I, like, I, I was the hardcore scene when I was a teenager. I fucking me too. Yeah, it. yeah. Like Norma, for me, it was like I was big into Norma Jean, Poison the Well, Misery Signals, The Bled. Um, all from the, the ashes, like, <laughs> um, I mean, the list goes on. Like, there's all that and, shit. And then right after I got out of senior year, somebody started showing me like speed metal and thrash metal and different things. Like, I started listening to Lamb of God bands like that. Right, I, I love it all. I'm metalhead. Yeah. Well, see, thinking about like bands that have like evolved and changed like that, shit. I think I stopped. L- after um what's his name left uh asking alexandria i fucking stopped listening to them they don't even that sound was only the same. one album yeah, Danny's only back. One yeah, I know. Yeah, Dan- you're talking about danny right the lead singer yeah danny warsaw yeah okay he's I, back. I, I, he's I, just, I just completely deleted and was like oh yeah the oh, okay, new black okay. was the only album that that they had that different lead singer for them well like they're continuing to make music now danny's back it, yeah okay i just completely they, deleted just and was like record not too long yeah now. i'll, I'll go yep. Yeah. I'll go check that My out. My sister's then. big on that. So she was like, listen, you got to listen to this new Asking Alex. And I said, I don't want to listen to that new thing. And she goes, dude, he's, he's gone. I'm like, oh, wait, Danny's back? Like, let's go. <laughs> okay, Danny's back? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then it's the same thing for me. I'm, I'm a little bit on the edge because uh, Cairo asked me to go to go with him to um, From Ashes, the new show up in Harrisburg. And I'm like, I, I'm I'm big. I, I liked um, because that show with Hell Yeah and everything where I met Craig. Um, from Ashes the New was one of the openers. And I was like, mm. I really, really like them. But then they're, so they're another two vocalist band, of course. And there's their clean vocalist, the non-rapper. Um, he left. His name was Chris and he was super cool. I liked him. But he left after, so they have, they have two albums out with him. And then this new guy is in there for like Panic. And I think they have like another new album. Like some more, it's singles. hard one, especially when vocalists leave bands. Like, I mean, we to, to note there's a few, like, the, you know, back in the day that you could, like, okay, what, um, Allison Changes is a big one. Holy crap, does that guy sound similar? Freaking ACDC, Brian Johnson. Who'd I ever thought that they were going to find somebody that sound almost just like their original lead singer that could hit it that Motley hard? Crew. Yes, Motley <laughs> Crew. Like, there's Motley a couple crew. of them, but it's like, and it is, you're like, holy crap, like, mm-hmm. what the, like, I, I was very surprised with Alice in Chains. I was too. Listen, he doesn't want to put me back. He's like, dude, listen to this. He was like, you're not gonna believe it. It's like, well, I mean, like it's when Blue Gives damn. Way to Black came out, that that is the uh, name of the album, correct? I think so. Well, I mean, it's just like slip, it's just like Slipknot. No, no, Black Gives Way to Blue. The other oh, way. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, it's just when like that one came out. I, I was appalled. Well, I mean, it's just like Slipknot. They they changed from who they originally had. To Corey before the first, I mean, of course, it was before the first album. They were still really small, so it's not like fans had to make a big change, but it's yeah. st- it still is odd in, in the band, of course. I mean, Blink 182, 
I can't think of a slip. I can't think of slip now without Corey Taylor, though. Like, well, the, 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 you, you can't you can't do slip now without Corey Taylor. No. Right. Uh, to, to be honest, I, I feel like I mean, and Joey Jordison was a great example of this. Right. I feel like you could technically replace most people in Slipknot. Okay, maybe not. I love Jim Root. but not all. I love Jim Root, and I think he's an amazing guitarist, right? Oh, yeah. So he might be the other one that's kind of on there. But like, Joy Jorison left the band, and fucking uh, Jay Weinberg comes in. In my opinion, a much better drummer, much like much more solid drummer than Joey ever was. And you know what? If you didn't tell anyone that they switched drummers, you probably wouldn't know. Wouldn't even notice it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing is Joey Jorison, because the guy was a legend in his own right, too. But like Jay Weinberg, I mean, his his dad plays with the boss for one thing, <laughs> you know. Um, but I mean, the dude is just such a disciplined, like ridiculously good drummer that it's like he he was able to take what Slipknot does and just drum to it you know like yeah sorry you said joey jordison left and i got really fucking confused (laughs) it's funny because he actually did some of the uh after david was out of the band for a while for corn when they did a lot of live stuff joey jordison did a lot of the uh yeah i was gonna say i i feel like he stood in for a lot of bands like i think i heard that he he went like people would call him up because i mean they they know that he's a damn good fucking drummer because i mean oh, yeah. who else can do that shit that slipknot does right and i mean it's crazy like right i agree with you on everything you just said that it's hard to see slipknot without certain members right. for, for me it's though like Lincoln park without chester yeah. fair fair yes. fair yes you can't you can't do it i hate to say it without without um mike shinodi either well right no, i agree <laughs> But one yeah, person in that like, little oh, phase, right like right. Hybrid Theory, was like the well, that and Meteor were both kind of like the, the albums growing up. Like when they started yeah. to do that, because they alienated their 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 fan base at one point, and was kind of like, listen, if you only was into that new metal sound that we were back in the day, kind of like, you know, shame on you, we don't really care about that. And I was like, guys, you pioneered yeah. a freaking part of a genre right. at that point. Like, well, they were the genre, so they got to decide yeah. what to do with exactly. It, you know? But I actually had this conversation with someone a long time ago and like we we I can't remember who it was. Well, one of my musician buddies, but like, you know, I think that Corey Taylor and Chester Bennington are hands down like the best hard rock slash metal vocalists, especially of our generation. You know, maybe agreed. not of all time. Agreed. Maybe of all time. Yeah. I mean, really, I mean, maybe of all time, but like no one could ever do what either of those two do. They're, they're, like there's some people I think that like like Lincoln Park, for example, there are some people I think that could sing for Lincoln Park and it wouldn't be horrible. Right. I think Ollie Sykes could do it. I think uh, Jason L. Butler from Let Live and Fever 333 could do it, but it's not Chester. Right. And no. like you'll never you'll never be able to replicate that ever. And same same thing goes to Corey. Like, you know, um, I was driving around my car the other day and my my Spotify was on shuffle and one of the new Slipknot songs came on. And it didn't sound anything like Slipknot. I never, I never heard the song before yet. I'm like, oh, who is this? And then the scene comes in. I'm like, ah, Slipknot. Because like immediately, you know, you know who it voice, is. You're like, oh, is, no. is it the new album like, or is it the unsainted one? The new, the newest one, the one that just came out. Okay, I was gonna say I have not listened to any of that yet. Can it's you different. do you recommend? Do you, rec- do you really recommend? Different. Do you recommend I or no? Listened to all of it yet? I've only listened to a few, a few tracks. But what, what I heard, I liked. I did like um, the, the last record was really fucking good too. No, I was gonna say there, there's a few songs on there that I can, especially well the regular single Unsainted, I, yeah. I you you can throw that on and I I'm ready to fucking rave, that fucking song, what, whatever, hard. fucking whatever it's you like, want. It's like Duality did back in the day. To say Duality is probably probably the top of my list for me, but I, I ironically no, no great great chapter for me. 
the great I got into their like I got into their hate album when freaking Corey Taylor was like we're going back on tour for the first fucking album fuck these people I'm an alcoholic Iowa was my shit that's when I really started to slip it was a classic yeah I'm sorry, I was shook by the words, fuck these people, I'm an alcoholic. Well, well, he was, he he hated it. He did not want, the record label wanted them to tour and he did not want to do it. His way of coping was fucking drinking. And they, even he's admitted that's the most hateful album that anything he's ever wrote for. Like, and you can hear it in their songs. Oh like, yeah. That, it that, is, is I was sure. people equal shit. Record. People in equal shit. So way. like, like yes, it, but that's like, what I'm saying. It, it definitely defined a generation at that point. Like I, it wasn't yeah. one of my first fucking albums, but like I still have that hidden over here somewhere. Like, Listen, so so right now, right now for me, Slipknot, the top of that fucking chain for me right now is the great chapter. For some reason, that that one is at my top. Between it, it, it's it's it is a good record. I don't know. It's it's the fact that core the music is so good in the background and this the songs have meaning i don't know right now i maybe i'm hit maybe it's because i'm about to hit 30 and i'm fucking in my time where i i want i want the music to fucking mean something maybe that's why i'm fucking yeah, that's maybe that's why man. i'm fan maybe that's why i'm fanboying over i prevail right now a few years, turtles. stone sour's last album Sto- really hit really good that's why i wanted song number three <laughs> there's a couple really good ones on that like can but we talk about uh, Corey Taylor's solo record for a second. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, that was an interesting composition of tracks. It, it really, it, was, it really, I, really was. I will was. say this: I enjoy more of it than I than I thought. That most people, I tell them I Agreed. like it, they're like, "What the hell's wrong with you?" And I'm like, "It's creative expression." Like, yeah, exactly. some of it's weird, but yeah, you can tell that. Like, that was that was Corey's ultimate "fuck you." I'm doing what I want. Record. <laughs> he literally went in the studio and did the record. That he wanted to make on his own, and you know what? I give him loads of credit for it. Didn't he get a like, bad record? It's just like I listened to it. I was like, "It's this different." Is Corey, this is Corey Taylor. <laughs> he wrote this shit. See, you confused my tipsy ass so fucking much by saying that's why I wanted song number three because, like, the back of my head went, "Oh yeah, song two by Blur." I, and that's what I keep thinking too. <laughs> <laughs> um. There we go. Here's a nice little fusion one. That, like it wasn't Corn's last album. I want to say it was 2016. A different world featuring Corey Taylor. That was like a harken back to their first three albums. That was really good. Because that was uh, that was the lead singer of the Gorillas, huh? <laughs> huh? Blur. Blur. Oh, oh yeah. Maybe. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. But but sorry, Brett. I threw me off for a second. <laughs> sorry, I. <laughs> but, brain, brain has one way track. But anyways, back to that whole thing with Slipknot with um, members that you don't think that you can really replace. You say that I I agree with you on that a a good many of them, but I Mm -hmm. feel like you can't, you can't clown, right? Clown. Clown. Yeah. You can't, you can't replace clown. He is the band's marketing. Like he's the the brains behind the band. (laughs) Wait, wait, raise of hands. Who's, who has seen them live? Sadly, I missed out on my opportunity too. I have yeah, not seen any bands, live. but I've seen a lot of their like live tapings and things like okay, that. Okay, okay, so so like so like you've seen how they how they are on stage and oh, whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> so chaos. <laughs> so literally, my first time seeing them, seeing clown just walking around the the crowd with a fucking like trash can and a bat and just fucking banging on it. <laughs> Bro, no, le- no, le- legit, it's. One of those, that was like one of my like first few shows that I've been to because I've seen them twice 
And that's the thing. That's when I started knowing, okay, if more bands will do shit like this, they can sell, they can sell. Mm-hmm. And I was oh, just yeah. like, uh, and between that, between, is it Sid, the one that does the, the DJ shit? I think that, I think that's Sid. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think that's another one. I think that's another one you can't really replace either because when he's not, when, when they go to some of those songs, like especially some of the newer ish stuff that they, when they uh, go away from really using like the DJ stuff, because I know that it, that stuff was like big and like, of course, on like the self titled album, the first right. one. I think, I think the second, second and third album had some. And then the oh, great, yeah. the great chapter had a little bit. I think they're starting to go back to it a little bit more and like really yeah, using it. Realistically, anytime like you hear those like choir, like like an unsainted, you know, like there's like the the choir singing. He's the one that's triggering that stuff. You know, well, I, I take that back. Psych- you know, I take that back. It. That's all a backing track. I'm I'm assuming, but like the, the, uh, some of that stuff, you know, he'll he'll probably like trigger like on the fly too. You know, so it's not just that wickety wickety DJ stuff always. <laughs> the second album, more, the more I think about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they so they might actually be using it like a lot more if 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 that if like you're saying if if it's stuff that he's like using that's like pre-recorded that they have like of course that they're allowed to use and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to say two things. One second was going to be controversial. I want to I want to bring the Slipknot one before I jump the next jump the next gun. But it's funny because right. a lot I've, other than the other than duality being brought up. Yeah, I have not. You don't hear many people talk about uh, the album three uh, subliminal verses, which is con- right. which is weird because he did. Uh, if you listen to any of the behind the back stuff, Corey Taylor actually did a different thing with a lot of the screaming vocals in that track. He did like a little higher, like a different higher pitch scream for a lot of it. it was oh a, yeah, uh, oh yeah. He, he it was a completely different it, um, sound. It was a completely different sound. Mm-hmm. It was a completely different sound like, for whatever reason. I didn't, I didn't enjoy that album at first, like as much at first, but there's a lot of some of the, my favorite songs are on that album other than right. Iowa, ironically. I was going to say, album, especially like the first half of that record just like punches you in the gut. And like, oh yeah. Way. Because I remember like when that record came out, I wasn't really into Slipknot anymore. Like I wasn't Iowa, either. <laughs> Iowa came out, it kind of ran its course. I was into like, that's when I was getting into like the screamo stuff. So I distanced myself from Slipknot and then, and then some little verses came out and I was like, holy fuck, this is a really good record. Like it was yeah. really good. And I was listening to it all the time then, you know, and then I just never listened to Slipknot until like probably like four or five years ago then. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know why. It was why. a great record. And it had this weird like, uh, I don't even, it, it was different for Slipknot, right? Yeah. It was like, a, it, was like yep. a, it was still Slipknot, but it it had this like, I don't want to say organic feel to it, but it kind of like had this like weird like organic. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. It just, it felt like a breath of fresh air when, when that record came yeah, out. Yeah, it was, was definitely, like, okay. definitely a little different. That's for sure. They, they, they couldn't do another Iowa, right? Because no, no. you, you know, you, they just, you can't, right? Um, not allowed. No, but not allowed. Controversy and bands that, then this is, this is the band why I say it's going to start a lot of crap, but bands that couldn't do or couldn't perform well without somebody in it. West Borland. On biscuit. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That man Agreed. was the sound for the guitar mm-hmm. for their guitar. Like it was just in your face. Like, mm-hmm. and I remember when they lost him. I'm like, well, here goes Lump Biscuit. And he's I was back. right. He's, like, been, he's back now. He's been back. I know it's now. wild. Yeah. It's wild. But the problem is now I can't get over fucking Fred Durst's fucking daddy phase. I know. The fucking I'm, goofy I'm ass fucking hair. Like a bunch really of my friends went to go see them when they came to Green Bay, and I wanted to go see them. And I was watching live videos. I'm like, okay, I'm sure it's gonna be great, but like the whole like just dad, dad. <laughs> yeah, I can't do. I can't do that. Yeah, no. But no, I it, mean, and like, and like playing guitar myself, and like, 
trying to learn Limp Biscuit songs on guitar. The, like, I don't know how, like how many drugs he was on to like write some of that <laughs> stuff because like, like the, just like the, the style of it is so like, I say the same thing about system of a down new metal, right? No, and, like it's just no. its own thing. You know, no one yeah. else could do that. I mean, I mean, yeah, like pretty much anyone else in that band, except for like Wes or, or Fred is, you know, pretty much like, pretty much expendable at that like, point. I mean, yeah. I mean, a DJ, you don't need it. Like they don't need a DJ. You get, you got backing tracks. Everyone plays a backing tracks. Well, now exactly. Anyways. I mean, falling in reverse canceled all their um, festival shows because they lost because they lost their laptops and they, they couldn't perform without their backing tracks. <laughs> right. Like bands. That's just what they do now, you know? Yeah. So, you know, I really. And, I really fucking hate the fact that I I, I fucking love Lip Biscuit. Oh, I do. I really fucking hate the fact that they are one hundred percent more cringy than fucking Nickelback. But here's Nickelback's the thing. just a meme at this point. Let's be yeah, honest. Biscuit. People hate on Nickelback, Nickelback to hate on them. Fucking good. Yeah, they're, I love I love Nickelback. Lip Biscuit is Lip Biscuit is self aware though. They know what they are. Yep. Right. Nickelback yep. takes themselves seriously. They know that red light, green light was a fucking problem. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, I think the whole reason. I mean, that. I mean, look at like, like we were just talking about Fred Durst going on stage dressing like you know, with the wig and all that stuff. Like he knows. He knows that he's a fucking meme. He doesn't give a I, shit. Yeah. He's, he don't give a he's, shit. He's making his money either way. <laughs> Yo. I, I hate the fact that I hear Fred Durst, and for some stupid fucking reason. Okay. So, to explain it. My brain correlates bands and sometimes correlates people. So, like, when you tell me Nine Inch Nails, I think of Tool. Tool? I, yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> when I think of Soundgarden, I think of Stone Temple Pilots. When I think of Fred Durst, I think of Kevin Federline. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, though. I thought I mean, you were going to say Britney Spears. But... Yes! Oh, yes! Man. And and then, of course, that brings me to Eminem in, in the song. <laughs> it's just a downward spiral from there. Yeah, it sounds like it's a spiral <laughs> in my fucking brain. That's but there. But when it comes to Limp Biscuit, though, my very first my the my own money that I could go out. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna buy a CD, chocolate starfish and hot dog flavored water. Nice. Basically, that's the very first starfish. album I ever bought. I feel like the only albums I actually, Brett, you're gonna hate this. I only oh, own like three CDs. Oh, no. um, I don't even know how many I own now. One being Under the Cork Tree, right? Great record. Love, love Fallout Boy. Great record. Uh, oh, yeah. I think the next one is Nine Inch Nails' Namesake. Ooh. And then Real Big Fish. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got a little bit of everything in there. <laughs> a little bit of everything. <laughs> That sounds that sounds about like my vinyl evanescence as well. That that about sounds like my my uh my vinyl collection. <laughs> I feel like the only vinyl I have is uh Rush. Okay. Ooh, Rush. Rush no, and uh the best, man. uh Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One. Nah. That was a good soundtrack though. It really yeah. is. It really I is. Can't deny that. So, so like for, for vinyl, like I have, um, hate me by, uh, escape the fate. Such a good fucking album. I can, I can listen to that first to end. I have, um, upside down. I set it off. Such a good fucking uh, vinyl. And then I have, um, 
The Silver Scream by um, Ice Nine Kills. Ooh, I love wow. that That's a good album. I really I, hate both. I had to get said, both. Uh, I had to get both. I hate the fact that you said hate me and my brain said, oh, yes, Blue October. Because <laughs> 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 uh, I, I, if I ever have another wedding, my, my uh, first dance song will definitely be 18th Floor Balcony. Okay. I, I still believe it or not, because he, he like Brett was saying, like most everything, everything's digital now. But like I'm thinking of like albums that were you know really important that I had physical editions of. Oh, I had um, to get I had to get Chaos by the way by by Attila. I got that on vinyl. Yeah, I I had yeah, to get, I had a, to get I had to get the green one. I had to get. I the, can't blame you. That look, I would look sick. Yeah, like I was gonna say that's one of the must. But now here's one that's gonna throw everybody off. Considering we're talking about metal, Cold, <laughs> you're the spider. Ooh. Probably in like my top three I albums Cold back in the day. Yes, and that yeah. I can listen to that now and still love it as much as I did back when it came out. Matter of fact, too. the actual copy of the CD that I have, it was a like a buddy gave me it because he had a copy of it and he didn't take care of his CDs. I remember trying to put it on my computer and fucking rip it so I could actually listen to it again. It is so destroyed. Oh man, I hate the fact that you said cold. Oh, my, my first brain was like, uh, yes, crossfade. <laughs> hey, that's a good album too. I enjoyed that album too. Yeah, can't cool. think of the name of it right I, that's, now. That's the name I've heard that? in a while. But like, I used to be really into them back in the day, in like my my new metal days. Um, oh yeah, Thirteen Ways to Bleed on Stage. Ooh, like, yes. cool, cool dude, you're lucky. That record, <laughs> like that record was so good. Actually, I saw them with uh, it was Cold Stained, and I think Godsmack was headlining. But I, I went to the I went to the Ooh. show just for Cold and Stained. I was like. I couldn't have been in much older than like 13 or 14. Like my dad drove me two hours to this concert <laughs> and he was visual the whole time. But like, um, it was, it was a good, it was a good show. And, and yeah, cold, cold was always my shit. I actually played with some of the guys in cold, like probably back in 06, I think it was six or 07. I think it was, um, everyone in that band, except for scooter started a new band called, uh, Allele. And, um, we, we, I played a show with them in, uh, in green Bay and that was, that was pretty rad. Actually, I think it was ever except for, I don't think the drummer from Cold, like the the Wolf Man. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, talking about? Right. Like, like a fucking werewolf. Like he had the yep. massive sideburns and just had the wolf. I know. Yeah, that's, like that's the best way wolf. to describe it, right? Like, yeah. yeah. I'm jealous of Cool Dude. I'd want that take off your pants and jacket on vinyl so bad. Ooh, I want actually the that. one Blink record I don't have on vinyl. I have actually I, I, there's a few. Um, I have Dude Ranch. I have California. I have Neighborhoods. Which one is it with Reckless Abandon? Because that's the one I'd want. Take off your pants and jacket. That is that yeah. one? Okay. Blink-182 is like my second favorite band. So Listen, my, my buddy that, that taught me how to play the bass, um, Master Joseph Saliga, it's amazing. He is, um, but yeah, he, he was like, you're going to learn Green Day, then you're going to learn Blink. And I was like, okay, wh- why these two? And he was like, because Blink is number one band in the world. And you will you will learn to to uh, serve them as your emperor. Like okay, <laughs> Travis, Travis Barker though, man. Like Listen. Travis is so. Can we just talk about how overqualified Travis Barker is for Blink One Ninety Two? Can we just like, talk about is, the he, fact that Travis down, Barker like, does everything? The, not the best drummer of our generation. He's dude, yeah. dude, man, well, man not, does not man. Danny Carey, he's in his own little man. Does his <laughs> own thing. He does his own thing. Like he's like he plays he plays in his band. Then he plays in like with like rappers and other stuff he goes off and does like other he does things all kinds of features yeah, yeah. like oh, he's versatile he's, he's very very versatile who is it one of the other two members is has uh angels and airwaves and Tom, they, he's rejoining the band actually wait he's wait going back wait 
I thought that it was kind of like how Corey has um has stone sour. I thought it was just a part. So so no, he was, was he completely he completely left. Blink One Eight Two records. Uh, Matt Skiba from the Alkaline Trio has been the guitarist and singer um, alongside Mark Hoppus and Blink One Eight Two. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this whole time, whenever they, when because he was, because Joe, of course, then went and showed me Angels and Airways, and I was like, hey, this is pretty fucking great too. But I thought, mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of like a Corey Taylor thing where he was mm-hmm. doing the half in, half out type thing, whatever. I that think for a while. It, so Blink One Eight Two broke up after the self titled record back in I want to say two thousand five. I think it was, um, and that's when Tom started Angels and Airwaves. Mark started. Mark and Travis started Plus Forty Four. Right. Okay. And they they did one record with that and then tom did tom's on a bunch of angels, angels and airways records he really has and, and you gotta yeah. you gotta you gotta say that the stuff is good like angels and airways oh, it's very good it's no very disrespect good. no disrespect to blink 182 but, but they then they got back together for for uh, they, they did like a reunion tour they did another record called neighborhoods um and they toured for a while and then tom left again to focus on not just angels and airways but he's he does a lot of stuff with like he actually works with the FBI dealing with stuff with like aliens now. Yeah. Like he's like, he's a, he's bit, like, he actually like he, he's, he actually works. And it's funny because the FBI, because of all the work that he did previously, like not, not anything like related to his music, but he was actually sought out by like the FBI apparently. And like, these, these are people like apparently had no idea who Blink-182 even was. They just knew him from his work. Like, researching extraterrestrials and stuff like that so he wanted to focus on that stuff for a while and also do angels and airwaves and he didn't have time for blink so he left blink and then matt skiba from the alkaline trio came in to blink and did the last two records with them so and now like like starting yesterday there's like the rumor mill's been running a bunch of stuff's been happening and tom is essentially rejoining the band there's been no official announcement yet but like the 14 year old me is fucking stoked <laughs> <laughs> at, at the possibility of a, yeah. of a, Hey, we might get to go see him again. Oh yeah. With the original lineup. <laughs> <laughs> that That's one that I would love to go see just, just for the, just for the fun. Cause yeah, I, cause I mean, of course, times, actually, oh man, Blink, they're so good live. They're so much fun. Listen, just getting to see the rock show would be amazing. Because, because right. I mean, anytime that I want to listen to that song, and I'm like, I can't even listen to the regular just re- show off. I have to listen to the the YouTube video of the like Pepsi Live, Pepsi Jam one when they do it. They stop, they do the little like no thing, and then they like say hi to Travis. And oh yeah, <laughs> it's like one of the greatest things. I'm like, I and I rewind and have to watch that part like 30 times over. I'm like, okay, now we now we can finish the song. <laughs> That's kind of almost like a transition to saying how like some li- you know I could throw up some live song sound better than listening to the one on the on the original album, dude. Um, he, dude, it's just like somebody, a somebody, many times somebody, someone by Corn when they stop the entire show and Jonathan Davis stops everybody and tells them to put their fucking hands in the air and you just get that fucking slow fucking breakdown the whole way through the end. Like, see that that's the thing. I love that. I love Attila does that. Attila, I feel like does that a lot with like um certain songs he like. Hold, I think that's just a. I think it's just honestly a rock thing. Like instead of like oh, yeah. instead of like stopping the show at a, like stopping a song at a certain point, they're like they'll do the like the outro chorus part like an extra time or two. So I know I know that uh, I know Slipknot does it a lot, especially with um, Spit It Out. I know that they do that a lot in Sp- Dude, they, Spit It Out. They get everyone to like get down, and then when the, when the song picks back up, everyone like. Oh, yeah, no, bro, I fucking that love fucking, that. But it's that one riff. <laughs> you know, they'll be sitting there, he'll fucking talk to the crowd. Like, 
Oh. And some of some Sorry, of Corey's guys. some of Corey's like speeches that he gives up there are some of the best things ever. Along with, um, have any of you guys read any of Corey's books? Not Which, yet. No. Cor- Corey's books are super good. The one that is a little a little thing that happened on my way to heaven on my way to heaven or something like that, where he talks about like the supernatural. That one's probably my favorite. Between that one and like America 51 or something like that, where he's like talking about politics is super fucking hilarious. I fucking love that book. But you can't you can't not talk about like speeches and stuff on like on stage without mentioning Metallica. They're like the ultimate band from having done that. I was going to say, I think I've heard some good things about some of the um, Metallica stuff. Um, Franz, actually, from Attila, has done some really fucking great um, talks on, um, especially, (laughs) apparently his, tipsy with a fucking randomly, (laughs) but uh, Franz with one of the funniest things. Actually, Franz and Ronnie Radke have some of the funniest things that they tell people whenever they get the pits going. Um, Franz apparently says, if you see a motherfucker fall, just pick them, pick them up, dust them off, and just throw, back up. throw them right back in, see what happens. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and what happens. My favorite thing, though, like, when I say Metallica, though, is because, like, he'll, I mean, at least back in the day, because they were a big stage band before their albums really kicked off, especially before the Black Album. Like, the Mexico City live albums are my favorite because you'll be sitting there talking to the crowd. Oh man, you guys sound like you're tired. You're ready to go home. And they'll be like, no, he'll be like, all right, say fuck no, James. And you hear everybody go, fuck no, James. <laughs> all right, you got some more. Like, um, one of the funniest they know things. They how to talk to their crowd. One of the funniest things that I've ever seen um, at, a, at a show um, was actually Ronnie from Falling in Reverse, Ronnie Racky, of course. Um, so he was. So like we're like halfway through his set and he's like, "Are you motherfuckers ready for the for the heaviest song that we have? Oh, <laughs> One of the heavy the heaviest song we've got." And then he gets he gets the circle pit ready and gets it started. And then he's like, "Then they they just start like he he gets um this back when Jackie was still the guitarist and he fucking just gets it started. He gets gets like a heavy fucking riff going. And then he's like, and then he's like, okay. And then he fucking." the fucking intro for fucking bad girls club starts, which is yep. one of their fucking funniest <laughs> things ever. He was like, if you have a child or a baby, throw them in the center. Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said a uh, circle pit. My brain only jumped to scene queens, uh, pink G string twerkle pit twerk in the circle pit. <laughs> and, I I just fucking lost my shit whenever he fucking did that. Like, and the, so I've been in very few because I'm fucking scrawny motherfucker. And yet a fucking Attila show. I think it was the second time I saw them. Um, I was, it was there at Warp Tour and I, I was just like on the edge of the fucking pit. Like I was just there fucking watching the motherfuckers do something fucking dumb. And someone decides to do a fucking ninja kick. And I'm just like, what the? Okay. And then I just get fucking slapped across the jaw with it. I'm like, oh, this motherfucker. <laughs> and, then, and then I I, was, I didn't even fucking care. I was just like, wait, why the fuck are you ninja kicking in a fucking Attila pit? <laughs> Save that for fucking Black Veil Brides. <laughs> more like black belt brides <laughs> yeah <laughs> but no fucking 
Blackville, the only thing that they got going on over there is a bunch of fucking little teenage girls, and I'm just and I look over and I'm like, why the fuck is this bitch grinding on my fucking leg? <laughs> just because you see Andy up there don't don't mean shit. That's my boyfriend. Ew. <laughs> don't you fucking hug Andy uh, here, Sack? Any kind of woman grinding on fucking anyone. Oh, 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 no, no, no. I thought you were just doing that to fucking Andy. I'm like, no, you don't fucking, don't you don't fucking. Fuck about Andy. I do. What? I think I know one Blackville Bride song. <laughs> okay. <laughs> listen, listen. Well, I've heard, I've no. heard others, but like, I, I actually, I'm familiar with one. I've Which one? Others. Which one? The really popular one. Um, the- there's a lot. Especially now, it it changed. Okay, yeah. In 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 the end, is the the one he wrote about his dad. Yeah, yeah. It's a catchy fucking song. It's super good. I never got into them. I just when they first came out, I was like, "The fuck is this?" So they've changed so much. Sevenfold. All right. And then I then I heard then I heard them, and I was like, "Is this Nickelback or is this metal?" And then then later on, like I heard I heard in the end, I was like, "Oh, this is a catchy song." And I was like, "Who is this?" I'm like, "So, so." No, thing, see, I enjoyed them more like 2011 with Set the World on Fire when they're more of kind of like a metalcore band. That's when I enjoyed so, them because that they had really because that that before they lost their one guitar player, like they had some really good stuff going on. So right, they've uh, they've I, lost. I will be back. Okay. You so, got to piss myself. <laughs> they, yeah, don't do that. So they've changed their look probably. Th- they've changed their look probably like three times. Three they've times. they've changed their sound about two to three times as well. Um. So they they came on the scene looking like the fucking kiss wannabes. Yeah, probably like a the legacy. So shit uh, like that. So yeah, we stitch, we stitch these wounds and um and set the world on like fire. Well, well, yeah, those songs from the from the two albums. Um, we yeah. we, we stitch these wounds and uh, set the world on fire. Um, and then when the next album yep. came out, well. I think even the next album, they they changed a little bit. Like I think they finally lost the makeup at some at some point in between yeah. three. At some point well, in between three al- and four. The next album was the one for the song that Brett was talking about. That's when that we, came yeah out. yeah. So the next the next album was that one, and then at four at BVB four, they completely lost everything, and then they had this new sound. And at some point in there, Andy even went on a podcast and was like, "I finally learned how to write a breakdown, and that I didn't have to scream anymore. It was pretty fucking great." <laughs> It's like Andy. Okay. <laughs> kind of reminds me of almost like the change with and call me crazy, but Park Parkway Drive was a band that I I followed up from the start. They're they're kind of almost completely different sounding now too. Like, I remember listening to things like fucking Dead Man's Chest, where you had the fucking breakdown inside the breakdown at the fucking end of the song, just fucking being this like real slow fucking chug like ging, ging, ging. you know I. I, listen, I was really into the heavy shit when I was growing up. Like, listen, if I want the chuggy, chuggy shit, I'll just listen to Pantera. I love Pantera too, but I'm telling you right now, they they, they chugged a little fucking harder than that. <laughs> and it's funny because they were all fucking surfers from Australia. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Parkway's like, hey, you guys want to start fucking, you want to start a metal band? Like, this is crazy to think. But I, I haven't listened to them in a while. I think even they have a new album out now too. Pantera? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, I, was to, I, I was like, wait, I know you're getting a little bit tipsy over there. So you can't do uh you can't do Pantera without Dimebag Daryl. No. Yeah, but they're touring. Did you see that? Really? Who, who Pantera? Yeah, they're, they're touring with uh Zach Wilde and No shit. Oh, uh, who's I forgot who's drumming for them. 
is the drummer from Lamb of God? I can't remember. He's yeah, good though. Phil, that would Phil, work. Phil and Rex are taking. Uh, yeah, they're they're doing like a, a reunion. Tour I'll be right back with Zach Wild and. I, for, I forgot who the drummer was. I should look this up. Question is though, does Phil Anselmo have the voice to do it anymore? I, I can't stand Phil. Like I, you know, Phil ruins Pantera for me just because he is such a steaming heap of shit. Yeah. You know, like he ruins that band for me. Um, well, Vulgar Display of the Power is still one of my probably. It, I put that in the top in my top five albums of all time too. Oh yeah, I mean Pantera is absolutely legendary. It's just it's really hard for me personally to like be like oh yeah this band is great then you have someone like phil phil like in front a steaming heap of, of, a, of a human being yeah it's just it's just i don't know because when i was no, younger, i mean I, I, get actually, I used to own the dime, the dime big signature series guitar like the washburn Ooh. and i sold it a year before he was shot <laughs> sold it for two hundred dollars it'd be worth a shit ton of money yeah now. um because yeah when i was younger i mean i i was all about pantera back then and that was i think that was before i think it was a little bit before phil was um questionable yeah <laughs> um but i mean hey i, I yeah I, I there's no way in hell he can still sing like he used to like there's just no way he was you on know. the am they had because that's funny enough that's where i heard tribunes like for the, one of the first times when um the album that i want to say in waves might have been i think that's the name of the album right came out and uh they did a like they did a performance on there and he came on and did Phil did one of the songs that was a Pantera song with a bunch of like, you know, other people from groups doing stuff together. And right. he just did not have the energy for it. Like he sounded like no. he was half dead. Oh yeah. No, I, yeah, I don't, that was, that was I, back I, in I don't think I don't think I would pay money to see that. <laughs> no. They have to up, pay me. <laughs> washed up Phil Berger trying to sing old Pantera songs. <laughs> my yeah, but I think I think I mean if but here's the thing, right? Like I guess if anyone is going to fill in for Dime Big, I guess Zach Wild's a pretty damn good choice because, I mean, that, that dude can shred. I saw him at a Jimi Hendrix, um, like, a tribute concert, and he literally, like, had all these different artists. Like, Dweezil Zappa was there. You know, Frank Zappa's kid was there. Wow. Um, dude, Zach Wild hates Limp Bizkit. And um, Zach Wild literally just came out and played, like, a half-hour guitar solo on his own and then just went off stage. And it's just like, Okay. That's cool. It was fucking. It was really cool. I was like, "All right, cool." I mean, I'll have to, I'll have to find that clip later for you guys. But yeah, there's like, uh, I can't remember what concert it was playing, but Zach, Zach the they were it was Black Label Society, and they did like a fucking guitar riff. Limp Biscuit sucks cock. Like <laughs> he fucking hates Limp Biscuit. Right. Well, I'm sure. It took my brain a, a hot fucking minute to remember Periphery's Ooh. name. Oh, I love Periphery. I, I was I was actually listening to them the other day on stream. <laughs> They are a damn good man. I, I yeah. had to actually look it up by saying band that starts with P that is kind of like August Burns Red. But better. <laughs> but better. <laughs> Funny enough, though, I, I listened to them nuts. back in the day, too. Any yeah. kind of gent shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. per periphery is like their own kind of genre. I mean, they, I mean, especially now, like they're, I mean, just that's what happens when you get a bunch of stoners together that make metal right like that's periphery and actually the drums that the drums that i use on my my on my songs are actually from p4 from hail stan um oh, same nice the, the, it's actually this uh, they're taken from like the p4 sessions and, like, officially released by uh like by the band as well too and uh they work really well for pop punk songs it's funny that she mentioned jet though that's like mm -hmm. even though it's kind of like unspoken genre so to speak yes mm -hmm. After the burial, holy fuck. 
I can think of a couple of them, the bands like that, they kind of get that moniker. Uh, Michigan. Yep. Oh, Lord. I, 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 had a res- I had a surgence into that kind of music, like, fucking hard. It's funny. We started talking about After the Burial. I'm starting to think of bands that I listened to in the high school, like, his nostalgia. They didn't really, they kind of died off after the, the second album, but the agony scene. Ooh. Right. There was another really big one listening to when I was growing up. I remember them. Uh, never listened to them, but I remember them. All, all my, all my like buddies. There's only, there's only like one album that I really enjoyed, which right. was their second album. But then they did a cover of "Painted Black" by Stones. That was, oof, that was interesting. It's funny. It's almost like my phone heard me talking, and the internet heard me, and it started throwing really old albums up in my face. And there's one I, I don't even want to admit that I like, but uh, "Riot" by Paramore. Oh my it's a god! Great record. What are you talking I about? I know, I loved it, but yeah, Ryan, I remember Ryan was such a good record. I used to, yeah, I, I <laughs> still remember that record. I, I listen. I when I was growing up, I told him, like my sister's like, "Here, you need to listen to this." I'm like, "I ain't listening to this." She came home, caught me fucking jamming to it, and walked in the room. Ah, you didn't like this? Like, <laughs> oh shit! Dude, Haley, Haley, well, Paramore in general was like the bomb back in the day. Oh, oh yeah. Paramore oh, live. Oh, for I sure. A couple times for sure. Like, when when Riot came out, I saw I warped to her. But yeah, I, I I thoroughly enjoy it. It's one of those guilty pleasure albums. Like, no, I know oh, yeah. Haley and the guitarist just started dating. Well, Paramore is back together now. Like they just released a new song yeah. last week. It's oh, not, wow. it's not that good. But, uh, well, I I don't like it. I don't like it. It's just it, it sounds like all their other side projects. Like that they kind of took wow. them all and like mashed them into one song. Because I didn't like Haley's solo stuff either. I thought I thought she was just ripping off churches too much. And um, there was only one song that was good from her. Uh, so I don't even, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't those songs. To be honest, I think I, I I heard it when it came out. And I was like, "Yep, I'm never spitting this one again." Um, Demon uh, Hunter was another one from back in the day. Yeah, weren't they, they like didn't. Were they like a Christian metal band? Yeah, they still they still really are. But it's funny because mm. they weren't up until a few years ago. They weren't considered mainstream, and it's funny. I when uh, I can't remember what it might even be like five years ago. One of their albums dropped, and everybody's like, "Ooh, listen to this band." I'm like, "Where the fuck were you guys when I was in high school?" <laughs> they still brought the thunder. He, they, they, their lead singers would do a lot of the screaming, and he he did the main vocals too. But it was I don't know. It was just a, you're right. They were Christian, but it, like it melded in really good with the with the sound at the time of all the other bands I was listening to. Like right. Well, that's just like uh, that's just like Red Jumpsuit and uh, Red Red Jumpsuit Apparatus and uh, Skillet for the longest time. Like I I was just listening to them, thinking that they were good music. I did not even realize that they were. Until like I guess read into them a little bit more. I was really like, bummed out about Skillet. There, what's what's her face? The um, can't think of her name. You know who I'm talking about? The drummer, the pianist. The well, isn't the drummer? They're they're also the second vocalist. I think she does do some of. The, I think she does do some of the vocals. She did a she did a solo album, and they just literally like they they botched it up so bad. Like she sounds so much better and with, with Skillet than she does on her solo project. Like, I said, natural voice talent sounds good, and it was a bunch of auto-tune and, like, things like, like, overproduction of music. Yeah, I, I think... Well, that's uh, the thing with the recording that a lot of people don't realize. Everything's auto-tuned. L- literally, everything is auto-tuned. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, like, it's... It's more noticeable sometimes if it's not yeah. done right. You know, like... Yeah, you can... You, you hear it, like, I, I don't know if you guys listen to Neck Deep at all. Um, mm. But, like... Their, their singer is very pitchy, right? And like, especially on their new record, I remember listening to it and I could actually hear the auto tune in there. I'm like, this is a pop punk record. Like, you shouldn't be able to hear auto tune. This isn't like a T Pain record. Like, you shouldn't be able to 
hear the auto tune on the record. I mean, like I auto tune my vocals on my songs, but like that's just like for fine tuning. You know, it's not mm-hmm. like obvious. Like you can't hear like the obvious like pitch shift down that they like dragged a note down in, in something. Yeah, it, it it I like it when it's very transparent and you can't tell it's there. Yeah. You know, I feel like I mean the way that T-Pain, everyone's like, oh, auto-tune, T-Pain. I'm like, T-Pain uses his auto-tune as an instrument, and it works yeah. really well. And mm. the guy can actually sing really well, too. If you ever hear him sing without auto-tune, the guy's got some great pipes. But, like, his thing is, I mean, he he uses auto-tune as an instrument, right? And then once that started, like, really catching on into, like, especially, like, some of the old Screamo bands, you know, like, like old Attack Attack and old Asking Alexandria and that stuff, like, that's when it was just like, this is, this is a little too much, okay? like. <laughs> You know, so tell when some bands rely on a little too much. As much as I love the, the day to remember back in the day, as soon as Jeremy would hear the stage, he cannot sing live. It'd be like his pitch should be up here, and he'd be like way down here in his fucking growls. And it's like, well, and there's uh, there's a difference too, right? So like you listen to a day to remember, and obviously his his shit's very much auto tuned. But like, I think what a lot of people don't realize too is, and it's not necessarily an excuse, but when you're on the road and you're singing every night, like it gets tiring. And when you're jumping, oh around, yeah, yeah. Know, and but then compared to like when you're in a studio, you're in this like super controlled environment where I mean, no, no one, I shouldn't say no one, but it's very rare that especially bands in that genre are going into a studio and recording the song front to back on vocals. They're doing it piece by piece by piece. Yeah, and different they have, takes, yeah. And they have and they have, you know, like doubles or triples of like every single vocal line in there just to make everything like super beefy sounding, right? Like, yeah. you know, like even like main vocals, it's not just one vocal track. It's like right. two vocal tracks, but it sounds like one. You just can't tell it's more than one. Um, and then, and, really well. and sometimes that studio magic can't always transfer to a live setting. And because I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I've seen I've seen videos of a day to remember. And Jeremy's not a good live vocalist, right? Great in the studio. Like, you you know, it's him when you hear him. And oh, you, yeah. And you go see them like you go see them and, you know, watch videos. And it's like he's. He, he gets winded really quickly because he does so much layering in the studio that like he's cutting off phrases and like, you know, it's just yeah. you know, he, he's 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 getting winded because he, he he is so busy on the record. And how do you recreate that live? You know, I mean, I right. guess one of the easiest way is utilize backing vocals a little more. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 um, it's definitely it's always interesting when you find a band, though, that can translate from mm-hmm. one to the other, because there's a few bands like uh, Arch Enemy. That chick, she sounds almost identical to her album, and it's scary how good they sound live. Right. Like, you can, can go the other way, too, I suppose. Like, yeah. Well, the other issue you get, too, is some of these bands, as, 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 like, as time goes on, it's like they can't sing the way they used to. Like, look at Taking Back Sunday, for example, right? Yeah. Adam Lazara cannot sing the same way that he did on those first couple records. His voice <laughs> can't hit those notes anymore. But what's cool about Taking Back Sunday is that you can tell, like, they took that in consideration in the writing process because now like they don't sound anything like they did back in the day. I mean, they're still sounding like Taken Back Sunday, but they they catered his vocals a bit more, you know, because he's not super high range anymore. He's a little more like a high mid, right. whatever that is. And um, and they make it they make it work. Right. But then other times like they, they'll go into the studio and they'll overwork that auto tune magic and then they go and play live and either he can't hit they can't hit the notes or. They end up playing these songs down like a couple steps, so he actually can hit the notes just yeah. in a different key. Um, I was gonna say falling in reverse to some of that stuff too, because I know that some of the screams that Ronnie oh, used to do to all hell. Well, between that and I've noticed whenever I was seeing them live that some of the screams that Ronnie Ronnie would do sometimes on some of the um, times I saw him before, 
I would see like the drummer doing. Yep. Because you would see like him go in and do something like, like one of my favorite songs, Rolling Stone by by them. Um, I would like one of the first couple times I saw Ronnie do it. Ronnie do that song live. Of course, Ronnie did all the vocals. And then one of the recent times that I saw him, I saw the fucking drummer doing some of the screams. And I was like, that's Ronnie's voice. Why the fuck are you doing it? What the hell? Right. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, yeah. It's just stuff like that I, I've noticed. And then you guys even brought up like M Shadows. Um, mm-hmm. it, his voice isn't the same. I think I heard. Right. Is it the same thing with uh, Five Finger Death Punch? Apparently, he doesn't sound the same anymore, or they got somebody else doing it or something. I've, I've never given two shits about Five Finger Death Punch. Yeah, I was at this point, I mean, I, <laughs> I used like a few of those. I don't have a lot of tolerance for Ivan Moody. That, that, that's where I'm at, pretty much. Like, I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, anytime I, I can't I hear stand anything, the guy, it's like, I just, I, yeah, they're like, it, to me, they're the metal of they're the nickelback, the true nickelback of metal. Right? Yeah. Yeah, um, the true Nickelback of metal. It's kind of the same <laughs> thing I was talking about with Pantera, where it's really hard for me to get behind Pantera because of Phil. I can't get, get behind Five Figure Death Punch because I I can't stand Ivan Moody as a person. I mean, I get that yep. he's like do, that he's doing better now, but he's still a prick. He's yep. you know, yeah. Um, and uh, I just I, I can't do that. You know, yeah, no. But um, so is yeah. it so is it kind of like what people can, some people say about like sports teams with certain players. Or I guess in this in this case, either either um, there's certain bands that you can't get behind because of a certain member. Because um, I know I'm I'm that way with uh, I know I'm that way with uh, especially Pierce the Veil. I I can't stand that guy Vic. I can't stand right. him for some. I can't stand him for some reason. I don't know it's something about him. I can't stand him, so I won't listen to anything Pierce the Veil. Um, there was another band. That well, I had, when, I had a gripe I against Blackville Brides. I could never stand any of them. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I, I hated like them seeing, for a very long I time. Like seeing videos of them just being like, "There's something about these guys." I just, I'm not, I'm not digging it. I'm starting to get that way. Like, so, okay, so at the start of their music, I couldn't, I didn't want to listen to them because of all the negative shit around them. And then right. I was shown in the end and Rebel Love Song. I was like, I really, really like this. These songs. Let me check more into this music. And then, BVB Four came out, and Faithless and Goodbye Agony won me over. I was like, okay, Ow. okay, I'm all for it. Let's go see them. Still haven't seen a full Black Veil show. The only, the only what I got to see was a 30 minute Warp Tour um, show. But I, another band that I really, really enjoyed a lot. That, that I've only seen once is um, the Somerset. Mm. I like that was another one that like we we were watching them for like because we went to Warped as a group and like one of our buddies' girlfriend was like, "Hey, can we go see the Somerset before we leave?" I was like, "Okay, sure." And so we listened to them. Really, really liked a couple of their songs, and then apparently they broke up, and I haven't seen shit about them. And another one is um, fuck Mayday Parade. Mayday Parade. I got to see them once, and I very much enjoyed them. I, I love Mayday Parade. They're 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 up there for me for sure. I listened like I went into there only knowing Jamie, only knowing Jamie all over, and was like, okay. And then I saw him live and saw this motherfucker coming out that was barefoot. I was like, okay, nice. <laughs> I was barefoot. like, cozy on, gotta be cozy on stage, man. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, okay, hippie guy coming out, okay. <laughs> Very much enjoyed it. Like that was another one that their stage presence won me over more than anything. 
Yeah, I've never seen them. Same thing with August. Same thing with August Burns Red. Mm-hmm. I saw a motherfucker up in a. I saw a motherfucker come out, come out, and then randomly get up in a tree. I was like, okay, <laughs> cool. It's, it's funny though, because when I <laughs> they, the, I remember them first starting. Which one? And their first out, August Burns Red. Okay, thank you. Don't remember names, but I know their their lead singer now was not their lead singer when they put their first album out. It's another one of those ones like. Is it the same guy that did the Christmas? Up. Is it the same guy that did the Christmas stuff? Oh yeah, yeah, because they literally changed their lead singer after like during their first album. Like they put their first album out, and he was gone and back. You know, like different guy. Okay, I never noticed. One my my friends really big into him. He's like, you know, it's not the same dude anymore. So that's kind of like a uh, suicide silence type thing. Because weren't they only one album in with Mitch, or was it two? Well, I, I want to say I want to say Mitch did two two albums with him. Okay, but Mitch died though. That being the said though, the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like that's why actually like two of my friends that um showed me um so like one one of my buddies showed me um Suicide Silence and then another one like came in and so they're two completely different like areas. They're like one guy, one of my friends like stopped listening because he's like I can't stand this new guy, and then my yeah, other I can't my, do it without Mitch. And then my other buddy was like, hey, check out this new stuff. Check out this new stuff. And I'm just like, I, so I listened to, of course, like, Blungeon the Death and all that. And like, Ironically it. enough, their lead singer that, 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 for, that they had, you know, the newer one, mm-hmm. can't, I, can't, I can't think of it right now because I'm drawing a blank, but I enjoyed his band, but I didn't enjoy him in Suicide Silence. I was going to say, some people are the same way about, like, uh, Craig going to Escape the Fate and they can't really listen to Bless the Fall anymore. I'm like, but Bo Boken's fucking great. I fucking love Bo. That's not gonna look it up now because now it's driving me crazy. <laughs> like I actually like a, a lot of the newer Bless the Fall. Like I I liked what Craig did for that first album with Bless the Fall, but like so they went and do, did a whole new sound and they even sound great now. I I really do enjoy. Okay, them. it was he was the lead singer of All Shall Perish. I enjoyed All Shall Perish, but for some reason I could not enjoy. I could not. Uh, I could can't couldn't do, enjoy it with fucking suicide. Yeah. Yeah, he just it, it like he's he's a he's a damn good vocalist for what he does, but it's just not it. It didn't it didn't mismatch with me. Right? I say the same thing about Chelsea Grin. I can't listen to Chelsea Grin now without Alex. It's it's definitely definitely different. That's for sure. Word. Ugh, since we're talking about those kind of bands, I'm gonna throw out the Acacia Strain. Which one? Who? The, the Acacia Strain. I don't know that one. Sorry, Brett. We're you don't going know to the a strain. No. Oh my God, Vincent's a fucking lunatic. Like that's how he gets all his problems out. Some people do drugs and some people drink. He literally gets on stage and screams his guts out to like to deal with his problems. But right. that problem is a lot of their music kind of like morbid reality of the world kind of crap. Like you know, like this is how bad humanity is. And ugh. I'll give you some songs sometime. But they flip through so many members at this point too. Right, oh, we're right, we're losing you, aren't we? I well, I barely know the Acacia Strain. I, I know who they are. Just never listened to them. So my yeah, frame dude. of reference is just bloop. Yeah, <laughs> right. like back 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 in the day, like my like I had a bunch of friends that were like into like a lot of that stuff, and I was like, that's when I was listening to, like Taking Back Sunday and Fall Out Boy. <laughs> I've listened. Like listen, it's funny because I was listening to probably all the above at that point because my one right. buddy that I went to high school with. He was throwing me like mix albums, like, all right, you gotta listen to this, you gotta listen to that. Like my head was jumbled from here to this genre there to back over here, like 
I can think of nights where me and him does go over to the fucking house and we he's like, all right, here, let's smoke a joint. Dude, check this band out. I bet you've never heard this before. And it's like, all right, what do you got? Like, But sometimes, uh, so I, but I, sometimes I, I just want to listen to Mushroom Head. Dude, Mushroom Head's fucking awesome. I love Mushroom Head. I saw Head. them once, actually. I saw them there. They were at, I know they were on Mayhem Fest the time that uh, the headliner was um, Avenged Sevenfold. That's where I saw them. Mm. I saw uh, I saw quite a few bands there um, that day that I enjoyed. It was um, that was one of the I actually got to see Danny before I think it was before he left asking Alexandria the first before he left and they just went up there. They were fucking drunk off their ass and they sounded like shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, I just saw Mudvayne two months ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, my, my buddy got front row tickets to, to the it was. Um, it was Parman 5000, Static X, Mudvayne, and Rob Zombie. <laughs> How is what is he doing now? Who's that? Who's that? Rob, Rob Zombie. <laughs> what the fuck you, is he? You, you want you want to talk about like good stage presence and like a really theatric show? I, I've never I'd never saw Rob Zombie before, but when I was really young, I was really into his first two records, and that was one of the coolest shows I've I've seen in a long time. Like you know, like just a lot of a lot of props, all that stuff, you know. Um, I feel like it'd be like being. Cool. I feel I like it'd, for like half of the set because I had like an almost three hour drive home. So I like shit. I like half the set. I was I was there to like just see Mudvayne because you know they came back and you know they they played a lot off of like LG fifty and all that. And I was like, okay, ooh, we'll yeah. see how this is. Like, like, I'm over here. Yeah. Like Rob Zombie is the, such a progressive artist. To be honest, mm-hmm. like yeah. uh, I feel like he's gotten he, better with age. It's very. Uh, I hate to put it this way, but what positive? Yeah. Uh, well, he's yeah, yeah. Al Billy know, Deluxe, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. He puts on. I mean, and, and that guy. I mean, that guy could still perform too. I like. I mean, all these years later, I mean, he's up there. I mean, he's. I mean, he's. There's all this other stuff going on on the stage, and all these like props and so fire and. Can you say that stuff. he's like a fine wine? I would. I mean, I. I, I mean. He's been around for a long time. The dude, the dude knows what he's doing. I mean, you look oh, yeah. back to even like White Zombie. I mean, I mean, he's he's been doing this for so long. He knows how to how to get that crowd wrapped around his finger. You know, <laughs> just, just only he could produce movies as well as he could produce music. Right, right. Yeah, I've never, I've never, I've never enjoyed any of his films. It's just, it's too like how uh, like House of a Thousand Corpses and that stuff. It's not. That's I, not I feel like those are the only Devil's ones. Rejects was probably the yeah. only really good one, other than for a South of a Thousand Corpses. But House of Wax, I have not seen the third one of that series though. I haven't seen um. Oh my god, what's it called? Um, Three from Hell. Three from Hell. Yeah, I haven't seen my that. With Devil's his, Rejects. Oof. My thing with his with those films is like because I've only seen. Well, I've seen part of Devil's Rejects, but I saw House of a Thousand Corpses back when it came out. And I just don't, I realized back then, I just don't do gore when it comes to horror movies, right? Right? Like, I like, I know we're kind of switching, switching tracks here a little bit. Like, when it comes to, like, scary movies, right? I'd rather have, like, suspense. Like, I prefer stuff like The Ring or Insidious, like, that kind of horror movie, as opposed to, like, oh, look, that dude just spilled all his guts all over that kitchen floor oh shucks yeah. <laughs> you know i just i just or like uh the hills have eyes i could not stand that one well i shouldn't say i couldn't stand that one but it was like it's just not for me it's just very sinister gory no no no, know, no, like, no no oh the it, movie sinister yeah i haven't seen that one yet 
I get that because I'm very oh, selective shit. when it comes to my horror movies too. I get it. I'm 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 more of the uh, I'm an action buff. I love yeah. freaking movies like Terminator. Total oh yeah, yeah, Alien. Like those are yeah. Yep. We, we just went through a freaking set of uh, watching the Predator movies on in Discord on stream. Oh, this is so good. <laughs> like old RoboCop. <laughs> that too. Yes. One I don't have, I want to get again. The original Judge Dredd. That's really good too. Oh, with Sylvester Stallone. Yep. I, I am the law. <laughs> yep. It's like over, oh, man. Hold on, cat's gotta get the. Uh, it's really funny because really uh, I didn't realize this, but of course, the new monsters coming out, as well mm-hmm. as the 2007 version of Halloween, were both Rob Zombie. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think Rob Zombie did two Halloween movies, didn't he? Yeah, and they were both. Uh, they were both fantastic. Yeah, they, they, and I think the monsters just came out. Oh, Halloween 2018. Halloween. Yep. 2000, oh wait. No. Oh. Yeah. No, he did. Halloween he did the, most, the, most, the most recent ones are not him. Yeah. So Halloween 2018 and and Halloween Kills, and then it, next week Halloween Ends are all the three most recent. And no, they're they're not. Um, Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie did the one that was Halloween, and then he did two, number two, which was like 2012 or 2011. So I think his were in like 2009, 2010, and then 2011. I think that I, it's somewhere in yeah, that that right time range. That they were they were both fantastic. Like like those are the those are the two Rob Zombie movies I've seen, and they were both fan fucking tastic. Another one too. I can't remember what it was. I think I might be wrong. He had a really he had a really really different look um look and um feel on. Mikey Myers, like his Mikey Myers, like ran, like he right. all, like a couple of the kills, like he actually ran instead of his normal walk, like him and Jason, like his normal walk that him and Jason do, right? The, so, the very focused walk. Yeah. <laughs> Sad to say, I have only seen one Halloween, and it was the non-canonical H two O. Yeah, I was gonna say that thing was as non-canon as can be. But Tipsy, that's gonna be broken next week. Whenever we, whenever we watch Halloween ends, oh. Halloween ends. Um, I'm. Oh, done. that's right. That comes out next week, right? Uh, yeah. we'll be watching it here in Discord if anybody wants to come watch. So, oh, nice. so, so yeah, nice Good stuff. <laughs> um, it's funny because sorry, I'm I'm trying to look up uh, Rob Zombie films and Slither came up. Um, what did Slither? Sli- oh, yeah. Slither was Slither it's was an, uh, an, what's yeah it's James Gunn. James Gunn, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, With like uh, that also, and, yeah. Oh, that was a fantastic movie. But it also brings up Splinter, uh, which is more like this. I love Splinter. I don't think I've seen it. When I think of Splinter, I think of fucking Ninja Turtles. Right? No, uh, Splinter is uh, a rat. <sighs> Master Splinter. It's uh, like a weird okay. alien. Killer clowns from Plunkus. outer space. <laughs> Killer clowns from that's, outer space. That's funny. You just said Splinter because um, it's an alien twig that infects uh, everyone. Yes. The original absolutely be on YouTube right now. Yeah, that, that, that shit scared me. But of course, you know, kind of stupid. <laughs> Listen, if we want a movie that's actually gonna fucking scare us, we can just watch Sinister again. I actually had issues sleeping. I fell asleep during it because I fucking blacked out because I drank. What more can we expect from you? 
<laughs> yeah, we got we got to get in that total recall one night soon, though. Yeah, I've actually been trying. The OG one. OG. We keep on the Goblin one, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I would die to watch fucking Total Recall again. Put the cookie down. <laughs> the fucking eye bulging scene. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Brett. Brett actually did that voice pretty good. <laughs> did. I, yeah. I, I mean, how many? I can do. How many times is he? Uh, how many times does he say "fuck you" in that movie? <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you. Arnold was like, listen, this will be the first time for me watching it, by the way, so why not? Bro, I've done it every time we've talked about it. I'm going to do it again. Just just for Brett. 30th anniversary. I had to go out and get that bad boy. Oh, nice. (laughs) Was that a DVD? 4K Blu-ray, actually. Ooh. Even though, funny enough, I still have the DVD for that, because when that came out in special edition back when I was a kid, I... I had actually two different people bought it for me. Does Originally, my mom got it for me for Christmas, and then a couple years later, my girlfriend got it for me. So I had two different copies of it. I bought the Blu-ray of freaking some pawn shop for like two or three bucks. So I slapped those together in one case, and then when they did the thirtieth, I was like, "Yeah, I gotta have that. I'm gonna waste the money." Dust that bad boy off and bring it out. I don't want to watch Donnie Darko. I've that in here somewhere too. I just got that on Blu-ray like a couple months ago. It's one of my top five. I haven't seen that in like a long time. Such a weird movie. It is, but so good. Oh, yeah. And then when I think of Donnie Darko, it makes me want to watch Clockwork Orange again. Oh, (sighs) man. That's one that I I think I can only watch. I I read the book, right? I read the book before I watched the movie. And then I I watched the movie. And after watching the movie, I was like, okay, I think I'm good not watching this again. (laughs) Great movie. Fantastic movie. I just don't think I could ever stomach watching it again. It's one of those I, movies where it's like, you yeah, yeah. like. Well, did, did you ever okay. read the book? Or? I have not. Okay, the, but the, I, the movie uh, is pretty. It's pretty faithful to the book. The end. I think there, there's parts of it that that they could not depict in the movie. That's for sure. Yeah, I definitely um, hate the fact that uh that is on my one of my uh gender bent uh gender bent cosplay lists. <laughs> oh, bud, <laughs> Alex the large. Yeah. I uh I had a night or a couple nights like a few weeks ago where I was in my like quiet phase and I wasn't in the group doing things and whatnot and I I wa- I like background watched all the original Matrix movies again. Oh, those Ooh, are nice. all really good too. Have you seen the new one? Yeah, is it good? A lot of people didn't like it, but I still enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed okay. it. Chris, and again, like anything with Keanu at this point, I'm like anything with Keanu. Like they right. just announced that they're apparently actually can do a second Constantine movie, and I'm like, oh, fucking do it. Constantine what, what is I, so good. What like I love it now movie. that he's older, he's got that long hair thing with the fucking, you know, the, the facial the hair patchy, stuff going the patchy on. beard. Yep, they throw that. He he's allowed to have that in all his movies. So like when you mm-hmm. see in the ma- the new Matrix, yeah, hey, look, he's got his long hair. Let's go. Yeah, like <laughs> I feel like that's a that it's kind of like a a symptom of the times too. I think is like yeah, everything that's anything, someone has to have a super strong opinion on, and it's either like it either has to be amazing or it's the worst thing ever and i feel like with the matrix it's kind of what happened was because i haven't seen it yet right i have a feeling i'll enjoy it that i'll like it um but i feel like people are we're expecting it to just blow minds and change everything and it's like it wasn't gonna do that of course it wasn't because the first matrix is what did that right like how do you you know like you can't like you can't have those kind of expectations i just feel like people get so 
Like, I was the weirdo that seen the second one first things. too. I had never seen the first one. My buddy was like, "Hey, listen, oh, I'm going man. to see the Matrix Reloaded in the theaters," and I'm like, "He's like, you're coming." I'm like, "Yeah." Well, and the then, first like, one's the best. Yep, yeah, and then a month, like not even a month later, a couple weeks later, I was like looking at my uncle, and I'm like, you know, I said I went to see the new Matrix movie. He was like, "Dude, lucky." I'm like, I say he goes, "Well, you know, the first one was really good." And I said, "You're gonna hate me. I haven't seen the first one." He's like, well, "We're fixing that right now." Right. He goes and grabs his VHS and is like, "Take this home and go watch it." Right. <laughs> now have I them really... all on Blu-ray. I was the asshole went out and bought the fourth one, and then they put it on HBO Max like a few weeks later. <laughs> like, I, I really fucking hate that you mentioned. Keanu, and all I want to do is watch another episode of Edge Runners. I was going to say Speed, but okay. Oh, speaking of which, you know, I don't know if they, if he's going to be in it or not because you know for Cyberpunk, but they they've announced a Cyberpunk sequel. I, yep. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't think he will be, but I, I mean, so. was, I'm in, I'm enjoying this. It's really fucking good. I'm I, I, so admittedly I have not played Cyberpunk yet, but I want to now that it actually runs well. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's worth a run. It's, yeah, it's well, they drug me in like pretty it's good. interesting because like they just announced that there's DLC coming, and then they announced a sequel like a, a couple weeks later. It's like okay, cool. Um, but I think I, I'll probably I probably got to give that a go because I really like that whole like kind of Blade Runner sort of yep. vibe that it has. You know, I'm mean, Blade Runner was such a great movie. Never read the book. Agreed. Like I never, I never read the, the book that it was based off of. But like, I love, I love that kind of dystopian, like techie future vibe, right? Even Destiny is doing, kind of doing that, right? Like with like their new expansion. Yeah. I don't know if you guys play Destiny at all, but like their new expansion. We have a, we have like, a friend that does. Okay. I refuse to play it. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big Destiny player. Actually, a matter of fact, <laughs> I I was in the group of my buddy pre-ordered it, the original one back in the day, and then handed out the beta codes. We were so hyped for it. And oh, like, nice. I don't know. I have some friends that think the first one's still better than the second one, but I'm kind of a mixed bag in both. There were things I like about the first one better, but story-wise, yeah. I don't know. They've started to wrap my head around the Witch Queen with the second one. Like, dude, the the Witch Queen is the I never so I never played the first one, right? I, I had already switched to PC gaming at that point. Um, but I've been playing Destiny two since it came out, and you know, playing it a lot more lately, like witch queen than i probably ever have like the whole time it's been <laughs> out. but but witch queen like this the, the story is so good it is. you guys piqued my interest by using the words witch and queen but together. that being right. said if you ever get a chance to go back and get a group that'll play the first one with you you can go play the taken king expansion oh that's well, what I, made king, the first game. king's fall is in destiny 2 now oh that's right yeah, yeah. Actually, you, you, cool. you see that you see this see this picture you can't really see it right here right but like there's this picture up here yeah um so that's it's a it's a framed picture of Oryx from the Taken King fight, and you can only get that by completing King's Fall and Destiny Two. Like you you complete it and then it unlocks in the Destiny store for you. That's also how I got the uh, the Yallerhorn pin. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah. So they're slowly phasing in old content from Destiny One into Destiny Two. Like Vault of Glass has been in Destiny Two for like two years oh, now. I think. Yeah. Um, King's Fall. You know, was just released. I, I'm sure the next expansion they'll release another one. I, yeah, I don't know which one. They're clearly not going in order, but um, no, no. I think their goal is to eventually have all the Destiny One raids in Destiny Two because they listen to the community and then they're like, "Well, people miss this content. This was, in their opinion, really good content. Well, let's well, just make it current." And that's where Destiny people 2. get butt hurt because the more that they like work on and they put new stuff in, they phase out some of the old story, like the vanilla that, version yeah. of the game. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like non-existent. Forsaken, which 
mm-hmm. was a really good expansion mm-hmm. as well. You can't play that anymore. And it's like, my right. girlfriend and doesn't understand game development. She, but you she know what they dead. just announced? They're not doing but, that anymore. They're not well, going to be phase. They're not going to be phasing out old content anymore. So now everyone's like, "Well, then bring all the old Destiny Two content back." Well, in. I understand why they did it initially. They were trying mm-hmm. to keep the game updates from like, if, especially from somebody who's you know still playing that that Destiny Two on console. Mm-hmm. It takes so long to bring the right. update back because there's so much to the game. Well, and I think it got cluttered too. Like from, an, it from did. Like, if you were a new player and all of a sudden you load in and you see all this stuff, you're like. What do I even do with all this? Well, I cheated because my girl, my girlfriend's never finished the original story, and she's like, "Well, what am I going to do?" I said, "Being completely honest with you, I have the vanilla version of Destiny Two for our PS4." I was like, "Turn off the updates." Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, "Like, just don't, don't, like, just install the vanilla version of the game." I don't know how well. Actually, I don't know if you could do that because I don't think so. Connect the download because because you got to run the nope. anti cheat too, and I think the anti cheat probably checks for like the latest. Well, then the big game. the big upset with the PS4 version is once you start it. It has to install then. I didn't even think mm-hmm. about it. The right. PS5 version, on the other hand, everything's ready to go. You click in, all it's got to do is catch the internet. Well, and I think you need an internet connection to play yep. it too, right? So like that, eh, I, 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 I work in cybersecurity and networking. Like as soon as that thing like turns on, it's going to be looking for an update. If it doesn't mm-hmm. get that update, you're not playing the game. <laughs> Actually, matter of fact, it'll kick you off the internet. You're right. I've been yep. a little playing yeah, before. I'll just kick you right off the game. Like, like just kidding. Eh, oh, well. I mean, if, they, if they're doing about that, maybe I'll start bringing the original content back then mm, yeah okay so you've been playing a lot of world of warcraft lately i sure have <laughs> <laughs> i won't lie when i say it really wants me to get me started on an on a blood elf cosplay yeah we'll do it <laughs> if, uh, i i only play blood elf because I, I went like from blood elf races. i tried to play a human priest once not the same Blood no, I could. I literally like, couldn't get through the first mission without right. dying. Blood elves are I, like my 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 original Death Knight from back and like the original Wrath of Lich King was a blood elf, and I'm kind of kicking myself in the ass right now for not rolling a blood elf Death Knight because I went with orc because they have the best racials. Yeah, I'm I'm all about the blood elves, and then when they brought the void elves in like an expansion or two ago for the alliance, it's like cool. Now both alliance and horde have like a blood essentially like a blood elf looking character, so it's like perfect. Yeah, I'm all about that blood elf life. My dad usually does uh, undead priest. Mm, nice, nice. If I'd play, yeah, I was told my jam. If I'd play, I was told about the pa- the pandas. I kind of want I would actually, if I'd ever play, I'd probably play as a panda. Dude, yeah, I, a I, I will too. say, Miss <laughs> I, I will say, Miss Pandaria was probably the worst expansion. Really. Did you, I, did, and that's did how you I, play Battle for Azeroth? <laughs> <laughs> well, did you play Warlords of Draenor? <laughs> Probably not. Okay, then you've not experienced the worst of World I of Warcraft. I stopped at Pandaria then. See, for me, Pandaria is actually up there for me. The raiding content really? was great. See, I, I, I'm big into the raiding content, right? Like, I don't PvP okay. or anything. Yeah, well, so I do, it. kind of, but not, I'm not, not well. Um, yeah, I, I, Pandaria, in my opinion, was really, really good. Um, in terms of like the actual PVE content, like the high end, like raiding and stuff. I mean, at the end, like the last raid, the Siege of Orgrimmar was kind of mediocre just because it went on for so long. But what I liked about it was it was this whole like fresh start with like the lore and all that. Like before that, you had every single expansion was based off of like Warcraft one, two, or three lore, you know? So like, you know, like Burning Crusade was a continuation of Warcraft three of sorts. Wrath of Lich King was the same, same thing, you know? Um, 
Cataclysm was based off of a lot of a lot of stuff from Warcraft two and three. And then Mr. Pandaria comes in. It's a complete like it, it's not directly connected like to any of those older stories. And they're just like, that makes sense. Here, have some pandas riding on a giant turtle. <laughs> have know? some actual OC content. Right. Um, but yeah, if you if you want to experience the worst world of work world of Warcraft content ever, um play um play the Battle for Azeroth. That's the second newest expansion and then after that play warlords of draenor then you can say you've officially played the worst world of warcraft <laughs> content i was gonna say <laughs> was uh, bad. one of one of me and corn's friends um one of our mutual friends i was having a conversation with him a couple about a week or two ago and he said that uh he said that right now what's going on he's so bored with it like he was almost able to just like just point click raid was over just like oh that doesn't surprise yeah. me. Yeah, he said well, it's, it's so bad right now. Yeah, I don't blame you because a buddy of mine, I think, I think it was either last year or like last April or something. We were we were talking, and he said, he said, "Hey, I I have a thing that if you want to follow this, apparently you can play for free and up until your character reaches a certain level, and then you have to pay for it. Just come check out World of Warcraft for me." I was like, I have these two friends that are always telling me that they raid every Wednesday night or whatever, do their thing. Always tell me good things and that there's a panda that I can play as well. <laughs> Maybe. I'll check it out for a little bit. Got my character to level seven all in one day and I was like, okay, we'll play tomorrow. Haven't loaded back in. Just like I between our schedules not being not linking and me not wanting to play that by myself, I don't know. I just have never had the urge to really play. But then again, I forget how much it is, like 15 bucks or 10 bucks or something a month. 15 bucks a month, yeah. Fif- and we were also fif- talking to the same friend who, but we know together, would told me that if I played it enough that I could pay for it in game. Too. You, you can. can. Yep. You can. Yep. But I just don't, they, I don't have that commitment. As many games as I play in different things, I'm like. They, uh, um, they have a thing called a, a WoW token, right? And what you can do is um, you can pay real money for a like a wow token right um and then you can like put that on the in-game auction house and people can you can buy that token with in-game with in-game currency with gold and that token basically gives you like a, i think a it's month. a month a month right it is. so so if you're if you're good enough with like you know making gold in the game you can essentially play the game for free that's a lot of work though i've never done that before yeah i'm not say. like I'm i'm good with like managing professions and like managing like sales and auction house stuff like that I'm not like if I did that, like that's all I would do. It's like cool. Right. I'm literally playing the game just to get a free subscription, but I'm not even playing the game. I'm sitting in front of a vendor all day, just like well, yeah, stuff I mean, at an auction house. There's there's, <laughs> there's other interesting things you could be doing. There's so many more games. Right. Like right. I mean, I'm I'm sitting on the fence here and I've me and Turtle kind of talked about it. I didn't I didn't play the beta, I was too lazy to download it, but I I was a really big Modern Warfare 2 fan. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm looking at that new MW two. Yeah, I I won't lie, I haven't played for twelve years. You haven't played WoW for ten years? Yes, twelve wow. years. I, I, I have st- not I played started playing. Was- I started playing oh. almost twelve years ago. <laughs> I haven't played since I was eleven or twelve. Oh wow! Uh, I just um, after I graduated college for the first time. <laughs> I played with my dad. My dad's played, been playing since release. So that being and- said. Go ahead. Oh, I all question. all this all this talk makes me want to do is continue playing FF14. 
<laughs> so were you were you part of well i guess if, if you stopped playing a while guys uh, probably wouldn't, wouldn't have been the case but so like when all that stuff was coming out about how terrible blizzard was right a lot of people quit playing world of warcraft and like it, there's like this giant mass exodus and like a bunch of people started playing ff14 like i was one of them and like it's a great game it's a really good game like i'm surprised that like it hasn't overtaken wow yet um well, they but, had yeah, the resurgence too because they had the mm-hmm. 2.0 for a realm reborn where they pretty yep. much tore the whole original game down and like, well and that's when that's when it got good i think was yeah. when that happened um but it's it's a really well refined mmorpg and like you know i'm surprised that I, and it's probably because world of warcraft has been around for so long like no yeah. one's ever going to take it off the off the throne it's just not going to happen the only way that something is going to like come ahead of world of warcraft is when they decide to finally shut world of warcraft down yeah honestly yeah, yeah. Um, because even even uh, at its worst like like wow has, has not been in a good place for like two expansions not even no, the most you, recent you one say is- that but blizzard's fucking itself over Repeated. they were they were but they've been cleaning house quite a bit and i think i they're I, trying I, yeah they're, they're trying Especially which is good. selling themselves to uh microsoft at the moment yeah which i mean Bungie sold themselves to um, Sony and Destiny's yeah. thriving right now because of it, you know, so like it can work in their favor as long as like those mergers don't have like creative control. I mean, because when when Activision bought out Blizzard, yeah. there was I was going to say a little yep. where, you, where you were going where I was going to go with it. That's when yep. that's when World of Drenner came out and that was their worst expansion. Well, no, actually, <laughs> it was not their worst expansion. Second Look at Destiny expansion. 2 with Activision. That's where they that's, that's where it started falling off years. even more. Yep. And then <laughs> and then they got away from Activision and Destiny 2 is the best it's ever been. Yep. You know? Agreed. Activision just is horrible. <laughs> it's, it's I guess to say it definitely wasn't Bungie. Look what Bungie did with the first three Halo games. Like right. Yeah, and, and then look at how well they're doing with Destiny 2 when now they have con- they have creative control over it. And yeah, like now they're under Sony, but Sony doesn't have creative control. Sony's no. just there for the funding, the, right? The so they can make thing- the game that they want to. The only thing I can think of when you say Activision is fucking uh, Guitar Hero, and, and that <laughs> says a lot. Right, right. Um, I, I guess what I was saying is like I'm, I'm hope, like I'm, I'm kind of excited for the new WoW expansion because I think they've learned a lot over the last like two plus years since the last expansion came out. Um, a lot of, a lot of stuffs changed in that company, so like I'm cautiously optimistic about it. The big thing, the big selling point for me, right, is it's not the next WoW expansion. It's Diablo 4. Like, yes. Diablo 4, Diablo 4 I, is going to Diablo 4 is going to make or break Blizzard because they better look, fucking what redeem the, look what themselves. they did with Immortal. Yeah, but like, Immortal is a whole different team, though. Like, that's not the same. You're team right. Yeah, developing. you're right on that one. And, was and, and Immortal Diablo, the mobile? Yeah, yeah, yeah that was the, the mobile the, one. The super pay to win one. And OK, yep. don't get me wrong. Immortal's very fun to play, right? <laughs> like, it's a fun. It's like, I mean, it's like a, it's, it's basically just more Diablo 3, right? Yeah um it's fun right but I, i'm not gonna invest time in a game like that that is just constantly hemorrhaging not, money from people you yeah, know not, not with that pay to win model no no no, no like, uh, you if can, you're you gonna give do... me a pay to own at least make it fucking pc right there and there have been like plenty of instances in the past of like free to play games that are not pay to win path of exile like right like i don't know oh, if you've yeah. heard of path of exile some of the people from diablo the diablo 2 team worked on it it's, it's like a diablo style game right but like they have, I mean, it's a free to play game. You don't even have to pay for expansions. You don't pay for any content. Like you pay for cosmetics and you, I think you can pay for like extra like bank storage, right? Completely different game, but I feel like they're, they've been going off the wagon lately, but Warframe back in its heyday. Oh, yeah. that was I was, was going to say that one too. Yeah. Yep. 
War, well, the cool thing with Warframe is that it is kind of it's pay to win in the same sense that um uh oh what's the other um Amazon game that came out not New World um it was like the Diablo ish game why can't I think of it I can't think of the name of it Diablo ish yeah um I played the hell out of it too uh let me bring up my Steam thing here but like the the, the point I was gonna make is like even though you can pay to like get stuff faster everything that you can pay real money for you can still get in the game it just takes yeah, you longer it takes right? longer yeah and, but not not to the same extent that like diablo diablo immortal was like very much like if you don't pay you're, you're not, not getting, getting anywhere, anywhere. Yep. right um but in warframe, warframe warframe was, was kind of the same way too right like everything that you could use to upgrade your your, your different frames like you can unlock that in the free-to-play model it just takes you a oh lot yeah longer. or just try just grinding path of exile Dra- Dragon Age? Dark Siders, Genesis. Dragon Age? No. Not Dragon Grim Age. Dawn? No. Nope, not Grim Dawn. No, was, I, man, I can't think of it. That makes no. me afra- upset now. It's it's pissing me off. Oh, Lost Ark. Lost Ark. Yep. That's the one. Oh, yeah, Lost there Ark. we go. Yeah. Free to play game. Um, But it has, I mean, there are microtransactions that you can use to like upgrade your characters like faster yeah. and all that. But you can still do that on your own time. It just takes a little longer, right? Um, so like, yeah, it is technically pay to win. Um, but it's not like you're like locked behind a certain, like, you're not locked to anything by not paying. Right. right? You can eventually get uh, there. A 2.5D. <laughs> what was that? A 2.5D. A 2.5 what? 2.5D game. Is that what that is? It's, it's not a 2D game. It's not a 3D game. It's somewhere in between. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it plays like Diablo mixed with like world of warcraft kind of like like the i don't know it's hard to explain but it's a good game it's a very good game actually you should play it that, that being it's, a top down. it's a top down it's a, yeah it's a top yeah what, what would you say well because you said you know you've, last couple of years you've been more you know with pc and whatnot what would you what do you, what do you think your favorite genre of game is oh boy i, I know mean, it's a hard question probably it is <laughs> I, I mean so my i mean i know it's not a genre but like my all-time favorite franchise franchises i have to i have two number one is metal gear solid huge fan of metal gear solid um i i have a bunch of metal gear solid like memorabilia chilling at my house i actually you can't see it but i like i have a lamp back here that's uh the hilt of raiden's sword it's like one of those electric lamps that like has like the the electric that forks out sorry do Um, you also simp over steam (laughs) bloom um that and dark souls i'm a huge fan of, of, of the souls games like Dark Souls 1 through 3, Elden Ring. Love those games. I have not played Bloodborne. Please do not crucify me, but I don't own a console that can play it. So I'm just waiting. Like, yeah, that's the only thing. It's PlayStation exclusive being the pain in the butt. It, it, I, the, the, the rumor is that it's eventually coming to PC, right? I mean, they've um, done a lot of the really good PlayStation games have. I mean, uh, Horizon, uh, mm-hmm. Days Gone, even though they killed the freaking sequel, and that's been one of my favorite games right. like that. Years. Uncharted is slowly coming in. Last of Us yep. is coming. Spider-Man. The Spider-Man yep. games are, gonna, are coming. Well, the first one already is already out. And then the, I, first I think one. My, the Miles game is eventually coming. And then Spider-Man 2 is going to be coming after that actually comes out. So, yeah, so we it's only a matter of That's time. at least think, 2023 on console. Like, I ugh. think what they're... Oh, God of War. Lollipop like, Chainsaw. One of the, one of the, like some of the best combat I've ever had in a video game. Oh, yeah. Um, Lollipop Chainsaw um, is coming. they're going to do is they're going to do Bloodborne 2. And then they're going to like fade. Like, I think that's going to be like a global release for everything. And then yeah. Bloodborne one's going to kind of sneak in there. Hey, Brett. Hey, yeah. Lollipop Chainsaw is coming to PC. 
Like, ooh, what's that? <laughs> I'd be curious to see if they do that with Ghost of Tsushima, considering how big that was. Ooh. If they yeah. PC release that, because I'm telling you right now, I've, I've been playing that on my stream. I, can't, mm-hmm. I, just, I got it again for the PS5. Because I was the idiot who went out and got a digital console after I had all those nice games for my PS4. Mm-hmm. And I was one of the ones my girlfriend bought me on disc, so I just got that again. I, I, I mean, it's definitely not in terms of like as a Souls game, a Souls game for sure, but it's definitely mm-hmm. one of those that if you don't if you don't play right, it's it's unforgiving. You will die. Right, right. It's a combat like a very like intricate combat style. But it's I a mean, very good game. I mean, very even very um, good game. Well, even uh, like Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, right? Yes, I was about great, to say that's another great, one. Great yes. game. It's a great. It's a, it, number one. It's Star Wars. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Don't even get me started. Lightsaber, right? But it's Star Wars with Dark Souls mechanics. Yes, and like, it's very good for anything too. More and and it was very fluid and it did it didn't have necessarily Dark Souls difficulty. I mean, maybe if you play like the really hard difficulty, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they got uh, a sequel for that baited too. Yeah, survival or yep. survivor, survivor. Yep. Sorry. Yep. Yep. I mean, I'm 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 stoked. Yeah, because I I played through Fallen Order last year on stream. And I had such a blast with it. Like the combat was so good. The story was great. I'm like, this is so good. It's definitely one of those. Yeah. Like if you, once you learn how to play it, you're good. Cause you make the mistakes on that game. It's another one of those right. ones like that. I like the games that like they, they teach you how to play the game. If that makes sense. Right. Like, I mean like dark souls, right? Like, you know, the whole, I mean, it's very common that especially on a first playthrough that like you die to these bosses a whole bunch before you figure mm-hmm. out how to actually like beat them right and then you walk but then you walk away from those encounters and like oh i learned how to play the game differently and then you yep. keep building on that i just i just think it's such a i don't know it's, it's, it's a very original way it's not just like it's not a, it's not a one-sided game you know it's right. not a one style one-sided style of play like i can i can get behind that i for whatever reason did not enjoy that game <laughs> the star the star wars fan in me did not enjoy that game for whatever dumb reason i i fanboyed it i i didn't think i was gonna like it i bought it on sale and i just started playing it on my own time and i was like wow this is this is really fucking good like my buddy sold it to me for whatever and was it was just like i didn't like it i was just like, okay i'll check it out i want to play this new star wars game i watched a trailer on it it looked great played it didn't enjoy it watched someone play through it loved it it probably doesn't help that the or I mean or for me in my terms it helps me along. The guy who played um Ian from Shameless yes. does the voice acting and stuff. That really yep. drew me in too. I was yes. like, dude, he just makes the character like Oh yeah. Actually ju- I finally finished Shameless like a month ago. Finally. <laughs> yeah, dude, that one great, pulled me great that, 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 that pulled me at the end of that. Like cause it's I, I I me and my girlfriend sit on that last episode for months and we're like, I don't want to watch it because my sister mm-hmm. didn't my sister didn't tell me exactly what, but I'm like you know what's gonna happen, right? And I'm like, yeah. Don't tell me. Don't don't tell yeah. me. I won't spoil it for anybody on stream just in case. Right, you right, right. Championship, definitely watch it. It's a good show. Right. Are there any other uh, big uh, series like that, like Shameless or anything like that, that you like hardcore got into? Oh man, I so I I am a huge like nut for like, t- especially TV shows like series nowadays, right? Um yes um where, where do i start is, is there a top is there a top five n- number one for me is breaking bad yes i think i think like i in my opinion breaking bad is like one of the most well done series ever and because there's a thing that happens with when like you have like these shows that are really successful right they keep trying to drag them on longer and longer so that 
they can just keep making more money off of it, right? Of course, there's of so course. many shows that like should have ended way sooner and kind of yep. ruined the show. Breaking Bad, like I mean, it wasn't a long series. Like the, the show, the show like went through its its plot, and as soon as they got to that end point, boom, they were done. And like it was so, I mean. It, the first, like the, like the pilot season, right? That first, the first season, you know, is a little bit slower, right? But again, it was. It was pilot season, they were testing the waters with it to see if it was going to catch on. And then after that, I mean, the, it, it just everything it between the, the character development and like the, the writing and, and just like even like, and not even just that, but like the direction, like the, just the way they filmed it and like, you know, the, their use of like sound and music and like, or lack of music it was just very artistic in that sense and i i really really enjoy that because it was it was original right like you didn't see a lot of other shows like that um and then uh, the same i i know it was a little bit longer but in the same lines dexter yes well uh, okay dexter is one of my top five favorite shows right up to season four <laughs> up to season four <laughs> but but and i and i won't spoil anything uh dexter new blood the one that that the when they because you know they, they brought it back for like one last season like probably oh. earlier this year yeah, yeah they brought it back for one last season oh no it was amazing it was amazing oh, really it was, i loved it it was it was great and I, I won't spoil anything for you but if you liked dexter if you like dexter up to season four like i did <laughs> um <laughs> it's great um it's really 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 good and I mean, I feel- the thing with Dexter is it did this, right? It started season one and just kept going up and season four happened and then it just plummeted and then it slowly started coming back up. Like, you know, like as each season went on, like it started getting a little bit better. It wasn't nearly as good as it was before. So I feel about and the then, you, then you got to the end of that original se- like that original series and you're just like. What did I just watch? <laughs> and, and, and then along the same lines, of course. They ended it beautifully, but I feel like I wanted more fucking house. See, and I never I never got super into house, but the, I, I do enjoy that show. Yeah, no, I benched that shit. Until the end, and, 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 and I feel like the end was so fucking bittersweet. I've never seen it all the way through. I, I just I, I feel like I want more. Right. <laughs> Well, they kind of did that with Scrubs too. Like Scrubs ended, and then they brought it back for like that one last like season where like you know all like the 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 main characters like were teaching at like a medical school, oh. and it was just like it didn't hit the same. Oh. It did not hit the same. It never um, does. I was gonna say yeah, I, I, going going back to that, another big one for me is uh, uh, Sopranos. Yes. Love wow. Oh my God! Yes. Yeah, Sopranos. I finally watched movie. that the whole way through like a couple months ago. Finally. Yeah. That, that was a good show. Is, oh yeah, I mean, same reason as Breaking Bad. You know, it just it knew when to end, and it mm-hmm. ended. It was really <laughs> good for its time. End. It was really good for its <laughs> right, time because right Sopranos, <laughs> Sopranos was Sopranos. That was like early two thousands. Yeah, I forget. I forget exactly like the air time. I forget exactly yeah. the air time, but for the time of when that show came out and like when it was airing and whatnot. Super good, super good. Um, nobody was really doing anything like that. I mean, I forget of I forget of course when Breaking Bad started, Sons of Anarchy started, yeah. all the that Sopranos stuff. Kind of brought in the way shows did things like that because yes, a lot of the stuff they did that. on that show was never 
like the way the graph, you know, how graphic things were, how violent. Yeah. It wasn't well, acceptable. It was like it was like Turtle, the it was like a first of its time. Yeah. Turtle, would you say that Sons of Anarchy ended respectfully, or would you do to leave you wanting? Uh, Sons. So if I heard some fan lore and some things about um Kurt Sutter, he wanted to end it uh two seasons before. Two- wow. I, Holy fuck. That's your drug a little bit. I won't lie. Um the last two seasons the last two seasons. So so Sons of Anarchy did neither. So Sons of Anarchy did tie everything like up in a nice bow, but apparently Kurt and everybody wanted to end it two seasons before. Or either that, or he wanted to end it with how season six ended. I won't say. Yeah. Um. That that's one that's on my list of like things it, to watch. Everyone so, tells me it's a great show, and it lo- it looks like stuff I, I get into. So so, so sons kind of about all the time. So sons is kind of like you. So sons to me, after watching it through the first time, I wanted to skip a full season. Wow. I wanted to skip the full season when they went to Ireland. Yeah, it was yeah. so fucking boring. Just watch the lot. What season is that then? So was I can it, skip. Was that four? It, it's, it's no, it wasn't four. I think it was. Can't I think remember. it was three. I think it was season three. three or five, four. probably. Five? No, five. No, five. It, it might have been been three. I think it was three because I know that season five, for the reason of the, I know the the DVD um box set art, um season five is the first episode I cried. So oh, yeah. Um, Sons, <laughs> Sons of Anar- Sons of Anarchy is the first show to ever make me cry. But oh, it, it was such so, and I cried fucking twice. So fucking good. And then I went and got their back tattoo. So yeah, and I think for a lot of people that were into it, a lot of people would say Game of Thrones up until like the end, right? Because Game of Thrones never watched surprisingly was a very well done show, right? Like it was, it was great. I, I, I obviously I never read the books. Um, there was, there was books to right, that. You will, you will learn very quickly. There's <laughs> a lot of movies that are yep. very up there. Yep. And a lot of shows that are very up there. Mm-hmm. I have never. Seen. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, Sons of, uh, Sons of Anarchy, uh, Titanic, Jurassic Park, Game <gasps> of Thrones. Take it back. <laughs> How I met your mother. I am I'm very sheltered. I say I was very sheltered, but my parents were like, let's just watch Skeleton Key for the 30th fucking time. <laughs> Wait, How I Met Your Mother is like one of the best TV shows of, nope. of all time. Fucking nope. love that. up until the end of it and when the very end when they're like, oh, so the whole reason for watching this is just so we could... I, I didn't enjoy the last, the last episode of the time. My parents were I the very first it. season, first five seasons of Grey's Anatomy. But you I will say they're, cool, doing, they're doing a How I Met Your Mother spinoff, or maybe it's already out. I don't know. I, oh, I oh I speaking of, speaking of spinoffs, uh, Brett, have you seen um, Better Call Saul? Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Okay. It's, fan, it's, fan, my it's list. fantastic. I need to. It takes a little bit to rev up, but like once it once they start. And this isn't spoiling anything. I mean, it takes place before Breaking Bad, but like once they start introducing some like more familiar faces from the Breaking Bad mm-hmm. series, uh, um, actor, yeah, like when they fucking love him, Bob Odenkirk. He's, he's oh, like, he he's just did great. a movie. What was it like a year or two called called uh, Nobody? Yeah, I want to see that. It looks good. It's, it's really it looks good. I watched really it the good. other night. It's I like, on HBO Max. I was like, oh, okay. But, like, 
Better Call Saul, like it took that same magic from Breaking Bad. And like, I know some people that say Better Call Saul is even better than Breaking Bad. Wow. There's, um, well, there's so, some I mean, people it, saying it was really well done. And I think it did a really nice job kind of bridging the gap. It was, it was, it was like just the right series to kind of like do a spinoff of Breaking Bad, you know? Um, I was going to say, people first, say the same thing. I was kind of like, eh, this is going to be lame. You know, and then I started watching. It. I'm like, oh, this is actually really good. And then yeah, as it Saul going, was I, the best character they mm-hmm. could have made a fucking spinoff. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Well, he's just such a good actor too. You know, he, he really is. Oh, yeah. And people say the same thing about uh, Mayans for um, Sons of Anarchy. I mean, right, I mean, right. it, it is a, it's a spinoff. And I mean, no, I have not seen any of it. But people are saying the same thing that like, right? Because apparently it's a, um, it's a thing done afterwards after the aftermath of what happens in Sons. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, it's like a certain period of time. So like that they didn't have to bring back any of the actors. They just went and did like actors for everything other than like certain apparently certain ones um certain of the mayans um are the same i think that they're like people that are like retired out of the club or whatever like it, it's super good um apparently uh saved by the bell Save. um they're doing a new one or whatever what? yeah there's like a, this whole new show with like the, them as adults like completely oh, not screech though yeah Apparently not. Screech actually lived like, well, before he passed away, Screech used to live a half hour away from me. I, I knew exactly where his house was. <laughs> one, of my, one, of my, one of my old bands, the singer lived around the corner from him. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess, I, but I guess he was a real <laughs> asshole. Like if, like if people, like if people figured out where he lived and even if people would just like stop in front of his house and look at it, he'd call the cops on them. Wow. Yeah. I'm like, dude, get over yourself. You played Screech. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know but yeah um yeah he i didn't lived, even he know lived. he was dead yeah i mean the, 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 i think that was last was it last year it was thanks yeah. So, yeah yeah um yeah i i don't i don't remember what the name of the uh the new thing saved by the bell but it's actually like the wife and i we watched an episode and it's like actually really what? good any good yeah he, he says pretty good yeah it's pretty good nice it's it's worth the watch. I think it's on Harem. No, I think it's on. It's the. I forget which streaming service it's on, but it's really good. I'll find it out. Word. TV shows though. Hmm. Yeah, I, I I do watch a lot of like TV shows. Named a lot of the good ones already. Um. Yeah, we talk about Dexter. Um. Oh man, The Walking Dead, like the first, like, I, like I still, I still like stay caught up with The Walking Dead. I, I, I know that that show is not nearly as good as it used to be. <laughs> like when that show started, it was, it was amazing. Like probably the first, like I want to say, like three to four seasons, but probably like I didn't, I didn't like the governor. Oh, you didn't like him? No, I didn't at all. When his downfall came, that was one of my happiest moments. Oh, you mean like, like, like you just like didn't like the character? Yeah, I didn't yeah. like the character. Yeah. Yeah. But I will say this first two seasons, like, I mean, I still enjoyed it, but the first two seasons, like the guy who plays, um, I can't think of his name. Turtle will probably pull this up real quick. The guy who played Shane. Oh, uh, John uh, Bernthal. Punisher. Yes. Oh, John Bernthal. Yes. He is one of my favorite actors because of that. Yep. He played that fucking character like yep. one point. And he is an amazing Punisher. Seinfeld. He played, he, he, oh, yes, he is. Wonderful. Yep. Yep. So upset when they cut that show short. Like, what, oh. Punisher? Yes. You, you know they're going to bring it back. 
You don't. Oh, you don't they have to. I, I mean, Daredevil's coming back. Like, well, he already is technically. That one, yeah, the, Dare, say Daredevil was a damn good one too. Yeah, I, I was gonna say yeah, like the all the all other three. ones though. Like, all, I'm trying to think of what what the other ones were. They did there was Luke Cage. There was Iron Fist, and then Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones was really good. I I, I enjoyed Jessica Jones. And hers was good, but I didn't enjoy the other other two otherwise. No, like Iron then I watched was the Defenders, weak. and I just ugh. yeah, I was excited for Defenders. Then it came out, and I was just like, man. What what happened? <laughs> yeah, I, I, but it's if you go on like Disney Plus, all those series are on there now. Which I mean, the fact that I mean, and this isn't spoiling anything. Really, but, like, Daredevil's Daredevil's officially in the MCU now. Like he was in Spider Man. I was gonna say yeah, he was, uh, he's they they already announced his his new Disney Plus series. Like they're they're making strides to bring those characters back in, and I hope they recast Iron Fist because Iron Fist is a great character in the comics. That actor, not that good actor was ass. Well, and and you know, he why. didn't look. Like, he looks like he, a fucking dork. Well, and he's he, he's supposed to kind of look like that, right? But oh. the actor himself was apparently really difficult to work on, work with on set. He didn't like oh, practice any of like the routines he had to. He was just really difficult, and like it shows because like the show itself looked just really. As long as they don't recast the Punisher, they do that. I'll no, never they watch they it. can't. If they, they can't. recast, if they recast John Bernthal, people will he lie. is the Punisher. Yeah, like. <laughs> easily the best, easily the best oh. Punisher that I've seen. Like yes. agreed. And like I just love like those big battle scenes, like when he kind of goes in that battle rage and he just that little oh, <laughs> the little grunt that he yells before he starts yep. whipping everyone's ass. Yeah, Punisher oh. was great. I, I decided to look up Screech. <coughs> uh, after we after oh, Screech as we were talking about him. And the first fucking the first fucking thing on Google says after the show. He beat a poor Shaq on celebrity boxing, made a sex tape, yep. wrote a controversial wrote a controversial book, went to jail, and then got cancer. Yep. yep. Thank you, Hollywood. Like, that's kind of oh, that's no. a summary right there. Yeah. Really made a sex tape is what got me. So yes, by the way, cool dude. Save by the Bell is on Netflix. Uh, but the new but the new thing, which apparently wasn't new, I didn't know it wasn't, but uh, premiered on November 25th of 2020. It was a Peacock original. Um, there you go. Of course, uh, it was Peacock. Everything's going to Peacock now. Everything good is on Peacock. Days of Our Lives is now only on Peacock. It's not even on live TV anymore. Yeah, so it was Parks and Rec. I love Parks and Rec, but I'm not going to pay for another subscription. <laughs> wait, which one's it on? on of them. No. Wait, wait, which one's Parks and Rec on? Why would you compare Days of Our Lives to fucking Parks and Rec? Wait, I only know because I every day have to, well, now the wife apparently trained my grandma, but now she knows how to go and watch Days of Our Lives. And I was like, it just uploads right here every day. You can watch it at seven o'clock in the morning if you want to. You don't have to wait till one o'clock when it normally airs. Uh, My mom used to watch that every day. That's where they came up with my name. Really? Yeah, they got Austin from there. Not stand soap operas. I was just like, no, nah, really? this person's always screwing this person, and this person gets remarried to that person, but then he's no. cheating with this person. But then, who who is the devil this time? For me, it's the fact that there's no fucking background noise. There's no fucking background music. It is completely silent. It is just the acting, <laughs> and it's creepy. Are you seducing me right now? What the fuck are you trying to do? 
She's uh, she's is it working? She's, she's she's liquor deep right now. I don't think it's that. <laughs> I mean, whatever you want it to be. <laughs> oh, welcome. <Hot> dog. <laughs> <laughs> that brings me back to the Limp Biscuit song from earlier, where they say the F word like how many oh, times? Yeah, that, one yeah, song. Yep. yep. <laughs> Sorry, you said hot dog, and I'm just like, mm. Mm. Another mm. real random fact: I was in Rudders getting something to drink, where we were trying to decide what to eat before we. I got home, we and get on stream and whatnot. And we watched the original Hocus Pocus. Hot they dogs. have a freaking chili cheese coney flavored Slim Jim. I don't know how I feel about that. That, that sounds wonderful. It does. I'd I'd rather have Tabasco at that point. Of course, I like hot stuff. That's probably <laughs> no, why. No, no, yeah, no, no. Tabasco Slim Jims are ass. She would know. And as somebody from fucking Louisiana, the family who runs the island that makes Tabasco, incestuous. This is my bread and butter right here. Again, I say, yeah. she, from she would know. Speaking of random, have you guys seen this video that uh, fucking where the guy talks about peeling the Slim Jim and he takes off that freak, the casing off of it, eats it? I'm like, no, that's my favorite part. Is it, are you supposed to do that? No, I, like, I do that. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, I did skin a blow. I, that. I say, I bite that mofo the whole thing. I what? No, I I peeled that casing off and saved that for the end. But you're still eating the casing. He's like, mm-hmm. this is the best way to eat it. You well, take you eat the, off you the casing the, you and then the don't skin eat it. on its own. No, the skin on its own is the part. Oh, is it? I, I I swear the next time I have a solution, if I do that and I start getting addicted to it, I am going to come after you. <laughs> hey, right. <laughs> I will find you. <laughs> Makes me want to try it now. Like I'm like, hmm. No, it's it's really good. It's a different texture. Makes so much sense hmm. though. Step into a slim gym. Because I do uh, that. Randy Macho Man Savage. Especially Bones. with the Matador um brand. The Matador compared to the slim gym is a lot softer yep mm. so the skin is much better because it has more of the i need to actually chew through this they're pretty good too though but uh, slim gym's where it's at i really like if i'm going to get the matador style i'm only getting the teriyaki Last time I got one, I got flaming hot. Have you tried the uh, Slim Jim? Have you tried the <laughs> Hot AF Slim Jim? I haven't seen it anywhere because otherwise I would. It it's literally called Hot AF. I had to actually give it to my fiance because it's it too hot. Damn. Oh man. Now I'm curious. That's for sure. Right. Like I'm 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 actually like intrigued by this this engine. <laughs> I might have to go find some. Uh, they sell them uh at Circle K's. I know. I don't even know what that is, actually. I don't even think we have wow. one of that one yeah, of those. Have that here. It's it's a gas station. Oh. Whoa. I got rudders. We, we, we got we got quick trip up here. Uh what else do I have? It's our Wisconsin I don't think staple. I've ever heard of that one. It's, I think it's a Wisconsin thing. Now, getting close to Littlestown, there's a Royal Farms, and that's not even popular in our area, but they have some pretty good stuff. That's probably a northern thing. Like, southern, we have Hoppin' uh, Circle K's. Somewhere. 
don't remember where. I might, might have been when I was like on tour or something. Sheets is the big one though. Sheets? Ever heard of that yeah. one? Yeah, I remember Sheets. I've heard always. of I've heard of Sheets. Never seen one. Sheets became like so we were touring the East Coast, right? And like Sheets became like almost like an inside joke, like meme in the band because like it was everywhere. And any chance we got to go to one, we thought it was so cool. <laughs> this is back in like this is back in like 2007, 2008. And like, uh, you know, we're in the East Coast and we thought it was so cool. Like you order your food at the gas pump. Like it was like <laughs> the, the, the craziest thing. And like literally that whole tour, anytime someone would ask us something, we'd just be like, I don't know. I don't give none sheets. <laughs> so, and it just became a thing. And like it just stuck with me. So anytime I hear anyone talk about sheets, I, I just hear my buddy. We ain't give no sheets. <laughs> okay so the ones we have in the south that are order your food kind of stuff are um of course hunt brothers pizza um crispy country chicken and in and out i know that one yep we don't I have that up here but i know it i feel like that's the only ones we have i don't think we have we, anything we like that mail those. yeah what rudders sheets so a couple of Royal Farms. Uh Rudders, Sheets, AC and T. AC and T, that's right. That was the other big one. Never heard of those. Um well, sheets, I've, heard, obviously, but I've heard of Wawa. Right. I've Wawa. Never seen one. Well, I guess I've, I've been there quite a bit too. <laughs> we got Wawa. Yeah. I've heard of Wawa. Mm-hmm. Wawa has the best buffalo ch- um chicken. No, Buffalo. I've, I've, buffalo I've heard mac of and cheese. Wawa's buffalo chicken. Buffalo mac and cheese. Super Ooh. good. That sounds really good. Yeah, I had that last night from Noodles and Company. I want the Popeyes tonight. <laughs> Listen, That's where Isaac works. Fine dining. So, Tipsy, I know that you were in the conversation, but Corn, I don't think that you were around in Discord yet. I forgot to tell you guys earlier. I was finally able to find the one pop figure that I've been waiting to get. Oh. For a half oh, decent yeah. price. The uh, Naruto Sexy Jutsu pop figure let's go i was finally able to find it for a half decent price nice that's exciting i got a whole wall of pops over here you can't really see them Ooh, what do you got if do you have a favorite oh bud um (laughs) (laughs) let's see here i don't know too many mine's easy i have have a bunch of venom pops like Ooh. Ooh. i have have a lot like like, i've I have like three different Venom. Venoms, then I have a bunch of like Venomized um, Avengers. So I've got like Venomized Hulk, Venomized Iron Man, Venomized Captain America. Um, on my favorite hat know, right I'm, now. I got I a Venom that he's literally, he, it's, it's, from, I got it from GameStop and he's licking a Spider-Man lollipop. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> I like that. I, I really hate to say it, but I have one from American Horror Story that I don't even know what the fuck it is because he got it for one of his exes. Oh. I have Anna from Overwatch. And I have a bunch of ones that I don't even care about from Walking Dead. Mine's, <laughs> my favorite is probably, I don't have many, but mine's the Mr. Me Seeks uh, holding his pistol oh. <laughs> from Rick and Morty. I hate to say well, it. You know, my, my, my favorite might be Burt Macklin from Parks and Rec. Yes. Ooh, oh, that sounds fun. That, that yes. one or um, the Lich King from World of Warcraft. Now, which one did you have to? Which one did you have to put Sorry. the most money into, though? I, I got those. I think I got both of those at uh, the Chicago Comic Con for like retail value, like fifteen bucks each. 
I, Sorry, I really bitch. hate yeah. when anybody says Lich King Our because artists. one of my past <laughs> cosplay ideas, I even made the helmet for it, was the Witch King. Oh, okay. From Lord of the Rings. Right. Ah. Well, then you got Destiny because with the Witch Queen, and everyone, everyone's heads are just exploding. I'm, 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 a, I'm a very tall bitch. I'm five ten. <laughs> Um, see, now you got me looking at all my pop figures. <laughs> I do have Reaper from Overwatch and uh, Lucy. Oh, nice. too. Um, I only have Anna, but her head is broken. <laughs> oh, I think Miles Morales. Miles Morales, oh. Spider Man. Yeah, that, I think that might take the cake. Honestly. I have a gigantic Bushin cat with a piece of pizza. <laughs> Probably my second favorite one. So I got. Tate from American Horror Story, and I had to pay sixty something dollars for that guy. That's that's oh, shit. I'm going Damn. to dip out like, again. Okay. We're talking. Somebody's got a crazy collection. I don't know how true it is, but Michael, like I work with the Hardys Turtle. I don't even want to talk he about him. Put he just touched over eight grand in his Funko collection. That boy buys that a couple of them every week. Guess you got to do something with your money, but holy god. That's a lot. That is, gonna, is a insane amount. I'm going to dip out it again to pee. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's... Like, he says that. I don't know how true it is, but I know he's got hundreds of them because he'll literally come in like a day off of work and he'll have just went to the store. Because a couple of my buddies have like local stores where they sell different things. And the one guy literally sells memorabilia like that. He has like six of them in his bag. But he's going by value of what they're worth too. That might not be how much he's paying for them. I know he's getting like really good deals because I know both the guys he buys his stuff from and i can go in and put pick a hundred dollars worth of games out for my one friend he'll be like uh give me 20 bucks be like, huh <laughs> yeah some of those back. like the rare ones like they are not cheap like i think the, the most i've spent on was maybe 45 dollars. i think that was the green goblin i spent a little bit on because it's a little bit of a more rare one i think it was a walgreens exclusive maybe i can't remember but i was gonna say there's that, a, there's a couple more that, that i got i got on sale at the end our antique market up here but i know there at the time like it's not worth it's worth what i pay for it now but at the time they wanted like 50 or 60 bucks for it i think i paid like 22 i was gonna say there's there's one that i want that's a san diego comic-con exclusive the uh the jacks from um jacks teller from um sons of anarchy with his uh with his hat and everything that's apparently an exclusive from that comic-con so it's like over a hundred dollars now Oh, damn. Are we talking forwards or back facing? It's it's the back facing where it says Reaper Crew. Where yeah. it, says, it has the Reaper Crew. He has his knife out. Like, yeah, that's nice. I like that. Yeah, like that's what sells me on his character. Like that. Like. Oh yeah. Um. There's a couple from Naruto that I want so bad. Like I have a list here on my PC of ones that I want from there that I'm trying to price around so I can find. That's why I got all excited that I was able to get this XC Jutsu one. Because for a while I was only seeing it for, it for like eighty or eighty something dollars, and I was able to find I it. I need to start looking at Doom ones because when I go crazy and build, whenever how many years from now is when I build my custom PC, I need Doom guys for it. Was, <laughs> nice. Instead of paying that eighty, I was able to find it for forty. I was like, jumped all that's over like, it. That's one of my favorite series. Like other than the other million things that I like, I love. I want to look and find Predator ones now. Doom or Dune? Doom. Doom. Okay. Okay. Doom. With an M. With an M. Okay. Yeah. 
Like when Eternal came out, I I pre-ordered that, and that's all I played for like three months. Oh, Eternal was so good. Well, both 2016 and Eternal were so good. Oh yeah, they were both good. But I got into 2016 yeah. late. It was something that when they mm, redid it, everybody was like, "Oh, it's not going to be that good. The multiplayer is bad." And just sitting at work one day, and the dude's like, "You like metal?" He's like, "I hate metal," and I'm telling you right now, it's the best soundtrack for a game I've played yep. in years. And I'm like, "All right, well, let me go buy it." I went to GameStop. It was on sale for like. $18, but they were doing, I don't know, I think I had a 10 off coupon. I bought it for my Xbox One, and the girl's like, oh man, this is a shame. She goes, the only case I can give it to you in is a steelback. So I got the steelback edition. It's like $8. Nice. I really didn't think the Doom Guy Funko would be that fucking much. Probably is, though, isn't it? Uh, I found him on eBay for $60. Woo! Um, but on Walmart, he's for $40 eBay 36. Listen, at that point, once I build the PC, I probably won't be crying about the price of the Funko. <laughs> <laughs> not today's day and age, you won't be, no. no. <laughs> not, the, not the cost of PC parts. No. I'm good. I'm corn. Let me do research. Later this year, like early next year, just replacing a few things, getting a new case, and like just that. I'm looking at the cost of how much it's going to be, and it just it hurts my soul. <laughs> crying to say because I want to go. Go ahead, Turtle. Sorry. Corn, just let me do some research. I'll find you some Doom Funkos. Don't worry. Well, I want to. Don't see worry, buddy. If I it put, is, like, we'll buy it for you. No expenses, like prepared for it. Like when I build that one, I even want to go like the Doom colors and stuff. Like I want to make it look like, you know what I mean. I want you to feel like you're playing the game. When you're you find well with a lot of the tech now, you can like uh, stick it up to your game audio too. Yep. So like when you're playing the game, your computer, you know, in some cases. Oh, I was like, gonna say because I know people do that with their like keyboards, the RGB keyboards, mm-hmm. um, yeah. whatever's going on in their PC, like it. Um, the colors are going. If you're listening, if you're listening to music, have like that orange and black PC with the friggin' LEDs and stuff. Like oh yeah, that'd be super cool. Orange and black PC with the orange and black Naruto keyboard. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> they, we'll see. Like I say, we'll see. Other, other other games that would stick out like crazy, but I feel like this one would be would be the one. Actually, I feel like everybody would have a new PC compared to this one. Final Final Fantasy Ten. That'd be the other mm-hmm. one I probably want to theme one around. That'd be cool. I, I, love, I love Final Fantasy Ten. Don't ask me what it is, but it was like the first one that I really played, mm-hmm. and it's just stuck with me since then. Ten was so, great, though. Like, yeah, Ten was a really good one. Way too many hours into that. The PS2 version, I had like over two hundred and one save. Sheesh. Yeah. Well, it was, uh, it, me and a friend. I, I actually he he caught me playing it. He left his copy because I it was one of those before I got into it. I was like, dude, I don't know how you waste your time on those fucking games. And, he left it at the house with the strategy guy. This set one night, I'm like, hmm, I'm going to play it. Two or three days later, did not tell me he was coming over. He walks to <laughs> the door. He's like, hey, what's up? Stop talking, walks in the room. I didn't hear him. I thought you didn't like this game. I thought it was, thought it was fucking stupid. Threw the controller in the air. Hey! <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess it's all right, man. <laughs> I guess it's all right. It's all right. I really liked it. That was hard to dabble. <laughs> like, Brett, do you have a guilty pleasure game? Ooh. Um, yeah. hmm. Or is it easier for a guilty pleasure music? Guilty pleasure music might be easier, but let me just look through my games real quick here and see if anything stands out. I mean, like. The games i don't really care honestly yeah, i was gonna say, at this I feel point. Like guilty pleasure game would be tough because it's like i don't know i play so many different kinds of games usually mm-hmm. everybody's like oh wait you like that too and it's like oh yeah like 
My guilty pleasure for music, I always tell people, is Akon. <laughs> okay. I bought that. I, yeah, don't ask me why. I mean, his older really stuff. Like his like like his stuff like when he first like like right. his first like when he first like hit the scene like his first two records that he put out like they were locked up's always a song makes me geek because I literally had a friend who when that song came up she went and she went to jail so like yeah. <laughs> it's really funny because say anything from a guilt pleasure uh, I I would say Annie Lennox. I know that name. I say I know the name, but I don't know the. I can't place it a either. Very masculine voice. Oh. She did one for Lord of. The... I don't know if it was Lord of the or the Hobbit. Sammy's influencing my recommended channels right now on Twitch. Everybody that they want me to watch is MLB the Show 2022. That was into the West. It was into the West for the for the Lord of the Rings. Okay. None of the games. I, I have a, anything I even play. I have a very big thing. <laughs> right. I have a very big thing for androgynous people, mm-hmm. and that includes their voices. Mm-hmm. So, with Annie Lennox, it definitely fit the bill. Right. Right. I don't know, I'll tell people like when I don't want to say it's guilty pleasure when it comes to music because I really enjoy it because growing up my mom listened to like 80s prog rock and stuff. But when I tell people like or they don't really like, wait, you like Genesis? I really vibe Genesis back. Sorry, when when it comes to guilty pleasures due to my fucking mom, it's DJ Trashy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but it's funny because I say that and people are like, wait, Genesis is really good. And then Fleetwood Mac. Genesis is very one. good. Like. Mm-hmm. So I don't really want to say they're guilty pleasures. Even U2 was another band that my mom only had like four or five bands. It was like, that's all she listened to. There's three. I I love U2's even very recent stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Joshua Tree was, I I, Mm. I used to jam that record Mm. all the time. Great record. Yeah. 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 I I mean, U2 in their heyday, which I guess they've always been in a heyday. They've always been, you know, kind of, but their their eighties albums and early nineties albums mm-hmm. were ones that really like cut big. Right, like the Unforgettable right. Fire album was one of my favorites too. That and the Joshua Tree, both of those were really like. Yep. I like a lot of music. It's always funny when people are like, "Wait, you listen to?" Because we, what people expect of me when they see me is like metalcore or heavy mm-hmm. metal things like that. It's just like I like so much. Right. Yeah, for me, when someone says like anything with guilty pleasure, like my mind just immediately goes to pop. Because like I do enjoy some pop music. I enjoy stuff that's catchy, right? Um, but it's yeah. not like it's not the normal place I tend to reside in. So like no. my mind just goes there, like you know, pop or like like some like hip hop stuff. Like I love Post Malone and I love The Weeknd. But the thing is, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even consider them like guilty pleasures. I just I was gonna say I'd I'd yeah. love to go see Post Malone actually. Oh yeah, Post Malone was actually just here. Like not that long ago, and I was really pissed off I didn't get to go see him. Oh man, he's just such a cool dude. Like it seems like it. It, it really yeah. like like I mean, one of my favorite things was I was binging through like a bunch of um, I found the streaming service where I saw uh, Ghost Adventures, and I was like, Post Malone's had an episode. What? Yeah, yeah. He's everywhere. Oh yeah, 
And everyone always says the same thing about him too. He's just such a cool, humble, nice guy. You know. I, you know what I find interesting? What what that what the music that he likes to listen to? Yeah. Like what, he's what, all like the pop punk. Like I saw a video of him like screaming along to a day to remember. And what like, was the one band that I can't think of that saved my life right now? Hold on. There's one that it, 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 he covers Green Day at his shows. Does he really? What was it? Does he really? Yeah, like like there's like he did like an acoustic cover of uh, Basket Case on one of his tours. <laughs> I can't even think of the name. Like he, the... he did. Um, he's done like some Pearl Jam, uh, Sublime, like. Because the dude can actually sing. Like, he's actually got a really powerful singing voice, you know, when he really belts out like that. It's like, damn, dude. I was going to say, he... He's one of those. He probably... I guess he just found his own sound and wanted to do his own thing. I don't remember the name of the band. He's really into, like, some of that really heavy shit. Like, he likes Infinite Annihilator. Mm Mm-hmm. I found that one interesting because at the time my friend was showing me like so he's like dude listen to this drummer he's like you're gonna, you're gonna be surprised how fast he can kick his double bass kicks and my friend showed me a couple songs and I I, I watch a lot of different YouTube people back when Jared Dines was kind of big he got a signed album for Post Malone I was like wait Post Malone likes Infant Annihilator what the fuck like? <laughs> did you guys ever see um it, it was like during like kind of like mid COVID. Um, Post Malone, Travis Barker, and some other guys got together and did um, a, a Nirvana tribute set. Yes, yes, it was amazing. Like it was so good. Um, also, do you know the band Crown the Empire? Yeah. Yes. Post Malone apparently tried out for that band at one point and didn't get in. Really? <laughs> that, that's yeah. <laughs> my because my uh, a buddy of mine like is from down in that area where they're from, and he knew the guys in Crown the Empire. Apparently, I don't know if it was like from high school or what it was, but. Uh, yeah, apparently Post Malone like auditioned for them and didn't make it, and then Damn. ended up being the biggest like arm like hip hop act in the country. That's instead. crazy. <laughs> oh That's... man, I didn't make it into this metal band. I guess I'll just be a top forty Billboard artist from now on. <laughs> just how just the crazy shit that can happen like that. Ain't that mm-hmm. the truth, dude? Ain't that the truth? And again, I was doing songs with Ozzy Osbourne and. Travis Barker, no, not Travis Barker. Well, yeah, Travis Barker, I think, did some stuff with him, but like Chad Smith from the Chili Peppers was on his second to last record. And yeah, that's the dream right there. That's Chili true. Peppers? Uh, yeah. Sorry, yeah, I, I <laughs> Ch- kind of tuned back in. <laughs> Are you thinking about hot wings again? Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. We're talking about, we're, ta- we're talking about peppers. fajitas. Man. We're talking about fajitas. We're ending up at Chili's. That's fine. Ah! If Bethany was still awake, I don't know if she has. I'd have her. Go, I'd, I'd have her grab that bottle of hot sauce she bought. Freaking like throw it up on here. But it, I'll be honest with you. In terms of heat, it's not the hottest thing I've ever eaten by far. Like we got pizza. We got pizza from Domino's last night, and she got wings just to try to do a reaction for it. And I'm like, I smelled the bottle. I expected hotter. Like I expected it to burn my mouth. Where where was it? Sorry. The wings or the saw or, or the, the sauces? Wings. No. The wings she got them from Domino's, which wings suck from Domino's, yeah, I'll be honest. I not at all. They're better than Pizza. I'll say yeah. that. There's places around here she could have got better wings, to be honest though. Domino's and Little Caesars are on the same par, of course, it's too far to get delivered from Papa John. I haven't had theirs, but I'm pretty sure they only do bone. 
mature ass. <laughs> yeah. Glorified chicken nuggets. I mean, I do enjoy boneless wings, right? Especially oh. having a mustache. It's a lot I easier to, to navigate that, that lifestyle, but I, I prefer, cannot. I prefer bone in when I can, like, I cannot but like if I'm, stand if I'm like working on my computer or like, or I'm at work and like a door to, I want wings. Like nope. I'm just gonna get boneless because it's just a lot less clean up. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying prefer bone. Hmm. I can't fucking stand. I liked. I enjoyed them more as a kid. Wings. Like I really enjoyed them as a kid. I remember when freaking KFC had the barbecue boneless wings. Mm-hmm. I remember. Oh that. my god, I'd get sick eating those. Like I That's ate so, so many weird. of them. <laughs> like no. I I went to order from KFC because I I almost got KFC for dinner today. I was looking at their menu and I was like, where did everything go? Yeah, like their so menu different. is so stripped down, like all like the like, like the barbecue stuff and all that, like it's all gone. I'm like, nope. none of this stuff looks good. Like even like their sandwiches, nope. like they just have like all sorts of different sandwiches. No, and all if they, you, like one, if you want something, wing at from KFC, get Nashville hot tender. I, I have had those. Those are pretty good. Yeah, they are pretty good. Do. But that's the only that's that's the only sauce that's that the they only put. Thing. That's the only thing that you can do. And, it's, and I think I'm assuming it's the same sauce they put on like they're in like on like the spicy chicken for the bowls too. It's like they're like it's like all their options just got like thrown out the window. The window and you're like, you can have bowl, you can have chicken, you can have tender, and here are our sides. Oh, and we have yeah, one sandwich yeah. as well. Pretty much. <laughs> there and their fucking sandwich has to Popeye. Yeah, and I don't know the Popeyes near me, unfortunately. So, I, I had one of those for the first time tonight. That was pretty decent. Well, I mean, their sauce just mail in the basket. Yeah. Yeah, the, 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 the really dedicated like chicken place we have here is like that's a chain. It's KFC. Don't tell me churches. Oh no. Uh the closest churches is like an hour away. No, churches is that. Yeah, I've been there once. <laughs> I was gonna say though, like when it comes to sandwiches up here, chain wise, Chick-fil-A probably has it. Yeah. Chick-fil-A is also up here too, but again, that's also an hour away. <laughs> yep. Sorry. I say Sorry. I gotta tra- I gotta travel a good 40, 45 minutes depending on traffic or even yep. an hour depending on the day. It's not not worth the right. trip. Sorry, I avoid Chick-fil-A as much as possible because of their homophobia. Right. Yeah. Listen, I, 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 I'm I gonna do it too, but I'm gonna do what the one comedian I like listening to says, DL Hughley. And he's like, listen, he was like, I don't like this dance on on that, but he's like, what I do is I'll eat the chicken, I'll leave the bun alone. Because <laughs> 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 I say, yeah, they have some good ass chicken. Because I agree with you, I hate their sauce. So- yeah, I'm the same way. Their sauce, their Chick fil A sauce. Oh my god, oh. I got a bottle of it in the other room. I always feel oh. so, like, I feel, con- I feel so conflicted. <laughs> it's Listen. so funny you talk Damn about Damn you fun. guys, <laughs> like, going to restaurants for good chicken. <laughs> Isaac and I, I got out of donating class. He got work or I can't remember from. I really, but he said, tips here. Mike's going in and out. You're cutting out a little bit. Yeah, it's because I have shit really low. Um, so let's get Jamaican shit. Uh oh. So Uh-oh. we went to a jerk stop. Ooh. He got jerk chicken. I got jerk pork. I will not fucking lie. It was really fucking good. I'm trying to keep a straight face as you're telling the story. Every time you say jerk, it's really hard not to laugh. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm thinking the same thing. Especially because the place is called Jerk Stop. I'm like, what kind of place are you getting your food from, lady? D-D-I Jerk Stop. The D-I doesn't help either because that was the first place my brain was going. <laughs> listen, listen, your, your input though on Chick-fil-A is my in-laws, their input on um, Buffalo Wild Wings because apparently... Buffalo Wild Wings does not support the second. No, Buffalo Wild Wings. Is just right, wait, what? Did I, did, I didn't know that. Yeah. They support what? They don't support, they don't support the, the Second Amendment. Correct. Oh, okay. It was. No, so, Buffalo Wild mm. Wings is just fucking shit. Yeah, they've they, they gone downhill big time. Over yeah, the they years. used to be fucking bomb. Okay, yeah. I like their sauces, but I can buy that shit at Walmart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think Walmart, I found. I would get their boneless wings and like. Either there's too much sauce or not enough. And then, like, the actual breading on it, I felt like it was like 75% of each wing. It was just like <laughs> painful trying yep. to eat through it. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how their boneless wings are now, but like, their boneless wings are just gar- garbage. They're, they're, they're garbage. Garbage. They, 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 along the lines of, garbage. I'm very good at, at uh, copycat recipes. Hmm. Like along the lines of, I can make an entire dinner from fucking Texas Roadhouse. Roadhouse. I, does, that I love the, does, that, does that include the rolls? Yes, it does. <laughs> Fuck yeah, bud. <laughs> they're they're butter and all. <laughs> I'll take a vat of that, please. Their butter is uh. Heavenly. <sighs> yeah. It's it's honey butter. Hmm. Uh, fuck. Me and the uh, me and the lady, and when we went, we did our uh, anniversary on the twenty fifth here last month. We went to Outback, which I hadn't been into in a while. And I tell you what, every single time we go there, I have to get a blooming onion. And I love yep. the sauce. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Uh, made my. I do a Texas Roadhouse too. So I will nice. say though, be honest with you, I enjoy I enjoy Outback better than I do Texas Roadhouse. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about it. I think Outback's a little more OG. They've been around a lot longer, haven't they? Yeah. But I will say this. When I go to Texas Roadhouse, I fuck their fried pickles. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Those are good. Those are good. The secret ingredient to Texas Roadhouse's butter is powdered sugar. Why does that not surprise me? That sounds about right. It's butter, powdered sugar, honey, vanilla, cinnamon, and sea salt. Man, I want a steak now. Sea salt, Damn. huh? Interesting. Sea salt. A little bit. It ups the sweetness, just like when you mm. eat a, a slice of watermelon. Put a little salt on it. I got to ask that question. This is, this is random as crap, but I know we all like steaks here, right? That's a given. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Love steak. Is, it the, is it as you get older, you like your steak to get rarer and rarer? Or am I the yes. Only one? No. Okay. 100%. No, really? rare. I'm, like, I've always been Medium rare. rare. I was the, I was a kid when I was young. For some reason, nobody had showed me at that point. I was into shoe leather. Now I like medium rare. No, I even have a few f- rare spots of steaks that I've really enjoyed. Like. No, I can't agree more because it went from medium well to medium to medium rare. I'm, yeah, I'm no, yeah, no. I always had to have me. I always had to have medium rare. So I, uh, my my dad is is big into hunting, right? So when I was younger. <sighs> Hey. Um, I was also like I would also go with him. I, I still do sometimes, right? Um, but like he he knew his meat, and like the first time, it, don't don't laugh at that. <laughs> um, the first time I ever like had a steak, I'm like, how do I get it? He's like, try medium rare. 
And like, so I learned how to stake from my dad essentially. And I just stuck with medium rare this whole time. Cause it's like, I like it. It works. I've never tried anything different. I was going to say, I'm the, I'm the same way. I'm on yep. that same boat. Yep. Start, started there, had to stay there. Yeah. Yeah. But I will say though, like I do, I'm the kind of person, like if, if you have to like over season your steak, you know, for it to taste good, you probably didn't cook it well enough. Right. Exactly. Um, but get- I do, I do love like sauteed onions and like mushrooms on my steak. You know, like I, I'm a like I could literally just eat sauteed onions. Like I love sauteed onions. Get it's how long it, it is along the lines of. I do consider Texas Roadhouse to be mildly bottom of the barrel. Mildly Sadly. garbage. Sadly, um, it's it, it's above. Outback, it is. But <laughs> I still do get the smothered onions, mushrooms, and jack cheese. Yep, I do it with all the cheese, but same. I mean, their their steaks aren't horrible, right? It's not like you eat their steak and you feel like disgusted for eating it. It's just like, could I make a better steak at home? Absolutely, right? Oh yeah. Do I want to make a better steak at home on a Friday night? Fuck no, I don't. <laughs> it's along the lines of. I also don't have beer here, so <laughs> you know. <laughs> It's along the lines of it's a steak I can eat without a one steak sauce. Right, right. That's fair. Yep. I'm also that, uh, and people would judge me for it too. Even if the steak is really good without it, I like to have a little bit a one because I usually whatever else is on the side. If I got rings or something, mm-hmm. I, I dip all that shit in a one. I love a yep. one. I'm the same way. Anytime I have a steak, it's like if there's like you know like the onions or the the mushrooms or any excess steak juices on the on the plate it's all getting mixed together if i got mashed potatoes on there you know i'm damn well mixing that with the steak juice (laughs) you know just it's all going the same place anyways why not add some more flavor while it goes down i was gonna say i thought my phrasing is horrible tonight i'm so sorry (laughs) turtle keep in mind i'm probably gonna be able to do wait way too too much longer i just realized what time it was Delicious D time, you motherfucker, go! <laughs> nah, the la- lady's like, when are you coming to bed? I'm like, uh, getting in trouble. <laughs> You're getting in trouble. The fuck? But one thing I can't eat without a one. She wants sauce, to sleep next to me, you know. Of course, unsurprisingly, is uh, banquet Salisbury steaks. Banquet Salisbury steaks. I don't think I've had those. Not my mom. The frozen mom things? Said to me. Yes. I grew up on, on frozen meal. I I grew up on Humscalian. I already know all the struggles. That's like uh, this week. I said, well, what are we making for dinner? And I was like, I found makeup set at Dollar, Dollar Tree. I'm going to mix them with fucking cheese sauce. Can she suck? Mm. Sounds delightful. It's it's really good on a piece of bread. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well then, I guess if corn, if we need to go ahead and start to call it. Do you do either of you have anything else to ask? Um, Mr. Brett, before we do go into the end, I have talked too much. Um, 
Ah, mm. I do know a question that was brought up. Uh, how about the uh, wonderful titles that you come up with, uh, Emo Dad? <laughs> I, I, Tipsy and I saw that and I was like, wait, what's going on here? Where did that come from? So I, I, I'm a dad, right? I have, I have a, a six year old, right? Okay. Um, and, um, you know, it's, I'm, you know, there's the whole thing of like people like my age or our age, I should say, I guess I don't know exactly how old you guys are, but you know, I'm in my mid thirties, I'm going on 35 and in uh february and like you know people like me that were like or i guess like all of us like i said we're like really into like the pop punk eo scene back in high school okay. and like we're growing up now and we're getting back like we're back into that same stuff and like all those bands are coming back like they refer to us as elder emos because like we're we're grown-ass adults which is <laughs> a scary thought on its own right but like you know we're grown-ass adults listen to this music that was like written essentially by by teenagers for teenagers and here we are adults with our own kids in some cases listening to the same stuff so um that's kind of where that came from like just kind of like a self-description of sorts (laughs) okay i'm a dad and And, an elder emo (laughs) and you have a little girl correct correct yeah Yep. Uh and you guys will be very happy to know that i've been getting into getting her into like really good music so i got her into um jimmy eat world blink one to oh, oh. afi boys like girls um <laughs> a bunch shit. of that stuff like i'm driving around and my daughter asked me dad can we listen to the middle i'm like we sure can yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, the middle's my favorite yeah um actually my my guitar that i have here was actually designed by the singer of jimmy eat world you can't, well, you can't. Yeah, this guy right here. <laughs> okay. Nice. Yeah, my, nice. my Fender J90. Um, I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's, uh, that's, that's where that comes from. I, I have no problem making fun of myself or like making myself like a, a, a target of satire. So that's why I kind of. I was like, yeah, elder, smelly elder emo dad plays old MMORPG. You know? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I'd rather be, I'd rather be an emo loser than a Gen, whatever the fuck is going on, loser. <laughs> Gen what the a Gen WTF? <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather make fun of myself okay. rather rather than Other see what see fun of me. <laughs> or or see what the fuck comes out of some people's mouths anymore. Word. Like it's okay, I'll make fun of you myself. Sounds good. <laughs> um, no, I can always count on Tipsy. <laughs> Tipsy coming in clutch. <laughs> For real. I mean, I don't even remember what I don't even remember um what Tipsy said as to how she even found you, Brett. Because like that night whenever we were just like looking for someone to raid and she's just like into you mad viking king raided into you and you were just so fucking interesting you were playing oh is that that, that, because i was trying to remember that too like how the fuck do i know these guys no (laughs) (laughs) no no no. it's like one of those things that's like when, when like people have been hanging out like long enough it's like you know you kind of forget 
my first uh my first time saying mad viking king uh he raided into you and you were just so fucking interesting i was like i'm gonna stick with this guy <laughs> was i doing music that night uh, no you were playing falto's lamb oh okay okay that's right yeah, that was a lot of fun i love mad viking king he's got such a he's got such a good thing going over there like he's such a cool dude like he's got a great stream and just overall just a really cool dude did you check out his uh 24 hour that was my first time bit, yeah. seeing mvk as well seeing who that was my first time seeing him as well oh okay uh nice. i can't remember who rated into him i i want to say it was cairo or uh jedi okay cool raid train yeah raid train. yeah yeah i love i love it that's one thing that i can say as to why i love our platform here of twitch i i love how some of us like i i know that there are some very very toxic content creators out there but okay. there are still the good ones that that like to do those types of things what like i, I get it that some people will say okay my viewer counts too low and i'm not going to rate it into anybody it's like whatever but but like just there are some of those people that don't like that their popularity or whatever doesn't get to their head and right they still keep that sense of hey let's go try to help somebody out or even just yeah. hey this this guy seems cool or hey i met this person the other day let's raid into them so we can see what they're doing and just spread at the yeah. end of at the end of the day this platform is 100 yeah. percent all about it, it. It, it it's funny like playing in bands for as long as i have you know there's a lot of stuff from that from just the promotional side or the networking side of being in a band and you know meeting other bands and trading shows or you know booking tours or all that stuff right there's a lot of stuff i was able to take from that and like apply to twitch mm -hmm. you know because when you when you really break it down it's a lot of the same style of like networking and 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 building out and you know reaching other communities and you know um it's it's certainly kind of kind of an interesting concept you never would really think like playing in a band and twitch would be close to being the same, the same <laughs> for real a lot of those like same concepts of growth are kind of you know they're they're very very parallel it's, it's really funny because i can look down my follow channels on twitch and see like um through you i have followed uh i want to say willow leaf came from you and she, she popped in one night yeah Yep. Through her, I have followed Ghoulikin, as well as uh, through you, I have gone through Beer Truck Beba. Yep. Love What's her Remy? Death. Oh, she's <gasps> Yeah. Remy. Uh, and then through you those, beautiful I motherfucker. have gone through Eyeliner Junkie and Snacks Attack. I fucking love the people I find through just following through you. Remy. Great. How was your stream? Remy, how was your stream? How oh, was hello, it? Hello, Remy. Coming in with 13 raiders. How are you all doing? I can't even. We were actually. We, <laughs> 13 is my favorite number. I can't get past the, the fourth finger. We were, we were literally just talking about the wonderful things of raiding. How are you all doing? We are, of course, doing the wonderful podcast things. Minus 69. <laughs> Nice. I love your mercies. <laughs> yeah, we love it. 
Um, one thing, Brett, that I do want to ask you though. Yeah. Um, through doing the music and the, if you're still touring or anything like that or anything like that, how do you keep it together? Like in your, like up here? Cause I know that whenever I know, I don't know if it's all the crazy shit I've been through or what, mm. or what it is, but like when you have all that going on, how do you keep yourself anchored to the ground and not like lose control or lose your head? I mean, so I haven't toured in quite a while, right? And I, I don't know if I ever will again, um, just because, you know, like I said, I do work, you know, I've got a full-time job in cybersecurity. I'm also a dad. Um, <laughs> so now, right, like when I think of like, you know, cause I, I do keep myself busy, you know, I, I play games, I'm always working on music and then, you know, I'm streaming on top of that. Um, but, you know, it, it, the thing that I've learned is to make it work for me, right? So like, I'm not necessarily going out and like trying to like, do the things I think people want me to do. I'm just like, you know, I'm going, I'm streaming the stuff I want to stream. I'm, you know, writing the music that I want to write, just kind of doing things on my terms and like not necessarily putting, putting my life on hold, you know, or doing things differently because of that. And I think, uh, I think a big part of that honestly is, you know, becoming a dad that keeps you very grounded, you know, like, you know, I can agree, you know, I'm a, I've been a single dad now for five years. I want to say, I'm sorry, man. I'm so sorry. Oh, that's all good. No, it's all good. Um, but, um, you know, I, uh, um, it helps, you know, I think, I think part of it kind of just comes with age too. But like when I, when I was younger, it was like touring was like kind of like a big party. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, I was, I was like, you know, maybe you. early 20, no, not even early twenties. I was like 18, 19. So like I'm, I'm touring the country with like my, you know, some of my best friends, you know, playing music and didn't think anything of it. Right. Um, but I think, you know, I, I'm, I'm also very like mental health conscious too. Right. Like I, you know, I try to, you know, be aware, like if I'm, if I'm doing too much, like, you know, I, I know when I need to back off, you know, I took, I took two months off of streaming because I was going through a bit of a, a rough point. Um, you know, and I, I got some help for that and kind of got back on track, but you know, you know, I had to kind of back away from, from streaming for a bit so I could focus on myself. And I think knowing, you know, knowing when you've had too much, you know, that you've been, uh, you know, when you're biting off more than you can chew is is good. Right. There's a difference between working really hard and, um, you know, like working yourself down to the bone and, you know, agree. Um, you know, it's, uh, there's a balance to be had there and it's different for everybody. Right. You know, another thing for me too, is like, you know, even, even though I work full time at, you know, in cybersecurity, like I work from home, which makes my life really, really easy because I don't, I'm not, I don't have to like commute or anything like that makes my, 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 you know, work life balance really easy to manage. Um, and, um, you know, just little things like that. I think, um, if I were to tour again, I, I don't know how it would be. I mean, I, I, I still, I still love traveling, you know, so like, It'd be cool, but like I'm not playing in a band right now. I'm I'm a solo artist, so everything on my recordings, it's all me. So if I wanted to play again, like I'd have to find like an actual like full band to play to be able to play behind me, and you know, and I don't know if I'd ever tour off of that. You know, I who who knows? It's kind of hard to say. I think those days might be behind me at this point, and I'm fine with that. I'm honestly like I'm fine sitting in here making my own music and releasing it. You know, like I'm I'm content with that. Um, and if I, if I get the chance to play out, cool, that's, you know, it's like an added bonus, but like, you know, I've always wanted to do 
my own solo thing. I, I was always getting typecast as a drummer in so many bands to the point where I, I, I'm, I flat out refuse to play drums in bands anymore because I just don't want to do that. I'm, a, I'm more of a songwriter these days. And um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's all I got on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing on that, though, um, one thing that we like to talk about here, especially something I like to bring up, is uh, what do you think about um, content creation? Because for me, content creation has become one thing that I absolutely have loved um, to help out with um, my things up here in my head. Um, one thing that I always notice with it is it being a thing that I can come on here, be someone, be 100% just someone different as kind of an escape. Now, it's not yeah. like I'm being someone completely different than myself. It's just not having to worry anymore. It's right. like, it kind of feels like a safe space. And I feel that I feel that being something that uh, me and Corn have talked about, especially um, in content oh, yeah. creation. What, uh, what is your thought about that? How, do you yeah, feel, I mean, do you feel the same I, sometimes? Yeah, I think I, it kind of comes to the same place a little bit. I think when i started streaming i you know i didn't know really what to expect and i think it kind of became this the same reason i i play music right it's a creative it's a creative outlet and i think the like the reason i started and the reason i kept going were both very different i started because i just wanted to like i saw these twitch streamers way back in the day in like 2013 that were like doing all this cool stuff like playing games and people were like watching them you know and i was like oh cool like that'd be fun to do and then as i got going and realized that like these are like these are real people that you can become friends with that have lives <laughs> and like i've met some of my best friends through twitch you know um and um it, it for me it's it, it became such a thing where like i you know i you know i enjoy just like socializing with these with people i shouldn't say with these people you know but i i enjoy I, you know i enjoy hanging out with with everyone and i i, I like I love meeting new people and especially from the music side, um, the last two singles that I've released, they both have guest vocalists on them and both of those guest vocalists I've met on Twitch and I've never met them in real life. Right. So, you know, I recorded these songs and sent them off to them. They recorded over it. I mixed it in and now they're permanently on these songs and that never would have happened if I wasn't here. You know, it's, it's a whole new, for me, it kind of opens up the world a bit. Right. Um, and I don't really necessarily even use Twitch as like an outlet for like my music. It's like, yeah, I'm a musician. Here's the stuff that I make, but like, you know, um, it's, I'm not using it as like, you know, go buy my record, you know, kind of a thing. It's just right. for me, it's, it's, yeah, it's kind of that, that is a bit of an escape, I guess, you know, like once I, cause I took those two months off and then, but then once I came back, I was like, holy shit, why did I even step away from this in the first place? You know? Cause it was like, it was so, it was just nice to be back in this, in this space and hanging out with people and socializing, you know? Um, and, um, yeah, so there's a whole, it's a lot of layers to it, you know? And I think the other thing too, is I like, you know, um, cause I'm, I'm going to be working on a YouTube channel soon. That's going to be all about like audio and tech help, right? Like I enjoy helping people and like helping people like work through like their, their issues, whether it's like through with their audio or their, their stream or anything like that, you know? Um, I just, I thoroughly enjoy helping people, you know? So that's another thing too, is I, I see like, there's, um, there's an opportunity there that I can kind of help avoid of sorts that can maybe help to fill. I think I remember having a conversation with you about that. I think you were thinking about doing a full on podcast about it, about just tech help. Yep, possibly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, for quite a while I've, I've toyed with the idea of like doing a podcast of, you know, like kind of just, yeah, talking about, I, I, you know, 
originally it, it, the idea was I was going to get, you know, musicians that I knew and, you know, have them come on and, you know, talk music stuff. And, you know, I haven't fully decided if that's something I, I want to do or not, but it, it's, it's, it's always been in my radar to just like bring people on and just have like conversations about stuff and things. That's more stuff. It's, just, it's really funny how you talk about the helping people aspect. Mm-hmm. That is literally the reason I went to college for psychology. Oh, nice. Very cool. I guess you, you can even ask a uh, uh, turtle. Just the aspect of helping people is a big, big thing in my own personality, I want to say. Right. Right. Yeah, it's same for me. Same for me. I'd rather I'd rather help someone than be a, a hindrance, you know? Oh, 100%. 100%. I just I feel like it's like the, the right way to go about doing things, you know? Treat others if, the way you want to be treated. You know, if, if I need help, if I need, if I need help with something, you know, it means more to me if someone actually helps me out than someone being like, oh, get lost nerd, you know? So like but I feel like even especially with my own uh, self-deprecation and just my own outlook on my own self i feel like i can't do much but if i can help people i'm i'm super fucking happy yeah it's it's another thing of why i'm so happy in the customer service field mm-hmm. if i can leave a customer leaving my store with a fucking smile that makes my fucking day yeah well, I know I think that just in general, the world needs a lot more of that, you know, more people just collaborating and I shouldn't say collaborate, but, you know, people helping each other, you know, I think there's a, a lack of that in, in, in today's day and age. So it's like, well, how do you fix that? Well, you fix it one person at a time, I guess, you know, like I can't change the world, but I can, I can certainly change, you know, like, yeah, the way that I, 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 <clears throat> that, that I handle myself with people, you know, um, if that means you know helping people, awesome, you know. Oh, okay. it forward and hope that that whole trend continues on. So, yeah, almost had a little Ronnie Racky lyric there. There was a, there was <laughs> no, there was legit a so- song he did that he had like a little pulse breakdown that had that lyric. It's just like, <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. It's along the lines. If I helped you today, pass it forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree 100%. Um uh so I'll go ahead and so Brett has two different um links that I have here for him. Uh, got that. No? Go go go, fu- go fuck my go fuck myself. Heard. There it is. I, for whatever dumb reason, had the X on that one. And I got (laughs) there for that. He did his best. Blam. 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 Bam. Wait, I make music? (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Where? All right. So there, there are Brett's two, two links that he, that, uh, I have for him. One there is for his Twitch there you can go give him a follow go check out his stuff and of course as always we have uh shellback that we are always promoting um here at the end of the end of the year he is shutting his doors 
and there is the link to as to why Shellbeck is shutting his doors and we still got over two months guys it's two months to help him out with getting those pcs out to those wonderful wonderful uh veterans that um that, have, that he has set up those um builds for <sighs> beer truck you're still here thank you so much for sticking around um there is shellbeck's link tree travis is hell good dude he's amazing i i love my jersey that i got from him <laughs> i'll have to go check out beer truck because i i always see him posting in your discord brett by the way oh yeah I, she's yeah she's great she's, I, she's been doing a lot of the walking dead uh telltale games lately which are <laughs> amazing like they make really good stream content as well like just to like watch because it's so well done but yeah yeah bev is the shit she's great okay um also in your discord i always see people leveling up what is that uh, it's just the more like as you like chat in discord it's part of the, the me six bot i think as you chat more in um as you talk more you like level up i was gonna say i was gonna see say i always see the little whoa you leveled up the level blah, yeah blah, you blah. can do stuff with that like you can like, <laughs> the, like if if i wanted to have like in my promote like those place where people can post their links for when they're going live like i could make it so like you have to be level five in order to post here just so like you know people that are actually engaging i don't do that to be honest i don't really know what the point of it is in my discord right now um it's just there <laughs> you know that it doesn't do anything for everyone i guess if anything it just goes to show like who's the most active in the discord really. okay all right yeah. sounds good um I got sidetracked. Okay. And also there is our link tree. You can you have my my Twitch, which you're already here. You got corns, you got tipsies, you got the Alti um energy drink uh link, and you also have the link to the Spotify, Apple Podcast, all the good stuff to go watch all the previous episodes. I think I have up to episode 14 or 15 on there. Whichever one is before the 24 hour. I got we got all the one up. All the ones up until the 24, basically. Before the 24. <laughs> yes. All of them except for the 24-hour one there. Uh, you can go check all that wonderful stuff out. Um, Brett, also, also one last thing. If you could see anybody come here onto the podcast that you would love to see an episode of, who would it be? Oh, bud. Um, who, 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 who. Like, like another content creator, right? Like just somebody either in your server, someone that you watch, yeah. any anything like that. Um, <clears throat> I would say, hmm, wow, there's like so many amazing people I could think of like right off the bat. Um, um, hmm. <laughs> if you want someone that's like super wholesome and like family friendly, which may not be. <laughs> this space necessarily um, <laughs> um uh, my, my good friend the raven armed is uh is a really would be a really good option otherwise i have another very good friend who actually just recently joined my stream team uh mythical dragon he's a great dude he's an amazing human being uh plays a lot of dead by daylight but he's a good friend of mine <laughs> um i think uh i think you guys would probably get along with him really really well remy um, i've seen a lot of both of them and yep I agree wholeheartedly. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I think Mythical would probably be a better fit for this. Um, okay. Raven's a very good friend of mine. Um, he, he's a family-friendly like partner. I've, I've been modding for him for like two years now, and he and I run a stream team together. Same stream team that Mythical just joined as well. But um, okay, yeah, 
I mean, the, I mean, I could I could list off a lot of people. I think both, that both sweethearts. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good. Listen, beer truck. You you don't have to cry in the club. You're all good. <laughs> Not allowed. <laughs> no crying, BB. Yeah, you're yeah, you're family friendly. I'm a nice person. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to everybody that has stuck around the whole time, or if you just got raided in with Remy, I, I appreciate all you. I love you all. I'm sorry to he- tell you all that we're going to be going ahead and raiding on out because we're going to go ahead and get on get on out of here. Brett, Wait, this was you. live? Call my lawyer. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking rude. listen, I'm sorry. But we do we do love you all. Thank you all for coming in. I'm gonna go ahead and rate find someone else to raid on into. Um Brett, thank you very much for being here. We love you. Yeah, we'll thank follow- you so much for having me. I had a lot of fun hanging out with you guys. When's your next we'll love stream? To do it again sometime if you if you, if you ever Absolutely. uh ever ever need somebody to come hang. When's your next stream, oh, yeah. buddy? Uh tomorrow, actually. Tomorrow at ten PM Central. Okay. All right, you so know we, I'll yeah. be there. <laughs> I would expect no less. <laughs> Sorry, I'm late. <laughs> Let me go ahead and find somebody. Cheers. Uh, <laughs> Listen, y'all are fucking amazing. I feel I love you all. Uh, lovely. Hey, uh, corn uh, or tipsy is Sammy streaming? Uh, I think he froze. But no. No. Not easy, he's just thinking. Uh, okay. I got nothing. I got no one. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't I have, have no one either. either. I have literally critical. <laughs> I got somebody. We can read into it. Um, wait, what's she playing? She's playing Dead by Daylight. We can trade. We can. Uh, oh yeah. We can raid on into a uh, Dead by Daylight uh, streamer. I got. Uh, we're going to raid into the nasty one. She is a. I free. I know she's your name. She is Asian or European, somewhere over there. I I was playing with a uh, Holloway, a uh, music streamer. The way that, he says it. Uh, I didn't like that, yo. Listen, it's all good. We're gonna write on in. Y'all have a good rest of your night. Thank you all for being here. Yeah, peace out, guys. Deuces. Hey. We did it. Huh. We, we did, did it. it. We did it, my friends. We can go and get. We can go ahead and get rid of the bot. Yay! <sighs> Turn that light off. I think it was blinding me. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I hate to be the one to do that. Brett it was awesome. I had a good time, fun, but I got to yeah. dip off here because. Oh, yeah! It started to turn into a, a disagreement.